There you go, boss. There we go. What's up, fam? Yeah, yeah. What's good? What's up, dude? How you doing? Excellent, bro. I mean, I'm so honored you showed up, man. I appreciate it, bro. Nah, thank you, man. I appreciate this, man. You know, dope. Dope to do. So, you know, appreciate it, man. There we go. We got you locked in. Perfect. Right. So how how's your day been? Man, everything's been good so far, man. Just, you know, um, I was yeah, really locked in yesterday. I tried to get you was, was trying to be there for three, but things just happened not high 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 planned as 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 though nothing happens as as planned ever. <laughs> so, that's it's funny. It's like I almost don't want to put like the jinx on stuff. It's like even when I have like a big show and people are like, "Oh yeah, I'll see you there yeah. tonight." This or that. I'm like, man, I don't even can't even tell you how many shows that I walked on stage. The you know, fire yeah. marshal closed it down. It until it's done. Yeah, no, for real talk. That's the, I'm 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 about that same way. Like with expectations and stuff. Like you know, like I've learned to accept and not expect. You know from doing doing this and stuff because you know you like you say you think it's gonna be the big show and oh it's gonna be the big one this one this this one this one I mean we opening up for such and such and then, you know what I'm saying and I don't remember none of them damn shows. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember nothing about those shows but then you know you be somewhere in Iowa somewhere. Big up shout out to Iowa, you know what I'm saying? But you know like I'm somewhere where I'm you know hip hop is not prevalent or somewhere where you don't think that, you know, eh, it's just regular something. And I remember those shows like crazy and stuff because I wasn't expecting anything. So, you know, I, I just realized I just had to accept and not expect, you know, because, you know, once you start expecting, then you become disappointed. So, yeah. Right. And isn't it beautiful? It's just like when you have those unexpected things, it's almost like God has a plan for us that's better than we could ever imagine. And it's just so hard not to get caught up in the worry. But if you do let go of it and just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. No, that's real talk. Yeah. Now Next with, uh, with traveling and stuff like uh, a lot of people I've been having this conversation with, have you noticed the difference in the crowds between here in America and internationally? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. You know, one of the main things is that in, in this, like I was saying, Iowa and you know what I was mentioning and stuff, you know, is that once you go to a place where hip hop is not as prevalent and stuff, you know, and you know, you and you can do that in some some places in the States. That's what I meant by mentioning like, right, yeah. like Iowa or whatnot, where it's not they don't get a, a large concentration of, of the music and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Usually those are the best shows and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Those that that audience and stuff. So I refer that same way to someone overseas. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because they're not getting it constantly all the time and stuff. So they're more hyped and more energetic and more, you know, whereas mm -hmm. if we're performing in a New York, you know, like, then it's like, you know. Well, that's you know, the thing, I'm like, from like New it's York. Dope. Like it's dope, like it's dope, but it's like, you know, like it's, or you know, you in LA, like it's places where it's been done, 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 done. Then people, mm -hmm. you know, don't, you, you, you tend to find crowds where people are just like, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, even in Europe and stuff in some place, like, you know, like maybe like a London and something like that, where, like that, like depends, it depends, but a lot for, you know, be, I mean, for Jurassic five, like they really get up for us. So I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. no, no bad on London mm -hmm. and stuff. I'm just saying like London would be like the main hub, like a New York 
for Europe or something like that. So it's like, you know, like a little bit more like, ah, oh, we see everything, you know, kind of you like. Of course. Yeah, I definitely so. think like I'm from New York. There's a level of cynicism and people are very, especially if they're not, it's funny because I, I grew up in the music business and it's, it's interesting when people are familiar with the work and how they react to it when it's a song that they're familiar with compared to new material. And that's an right. interesting thing because right. as a pioneer, as an artist, you don't want to just play the hit. You want to progress on new stuff. And even sometimes if the new stuff is dope, if the crowd is not familiar with it, their hesitation in their eyes and yeah. stuff, is it's kind of interesting to gauge. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. You know, like for um, – you know, me, myself and stuff, you know, n noticing that, you know, being a performer or whatnot and stuff and how, how people, you know, the, our last album feedback and stuff, I noticed it. Like some people liked it, some people didn't, you know, which, you know, no problem or whatnot and stuff. But I, I recognized that people were just loving what they were familiar with. And I was, I realized we had got to that stage to where like, they just want that, and I and I was and I, and I, and I, 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 I was fine. I was fine with that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. We made it to that level. That means, because for me, that means you have longevity and stuff. That means, like, like you know, like people are going to request those songs forever, and they they just want to see this and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm cool with that as an artist and stuff. You know, you know, my advantage was that um I I can. I'm I, I I can I'm I'm part of a group and stuff, but I'm still able to be creatively by myself and do what I do as well too. So that didn't shut me off from like if I was only dependent upon Jurassic Five. And I'm not not saying that I was looking to do other things by myself, but I'm just saying as far as that outlet, that creative outlet for myself, I've always had that window of um open to be able to do those things. So I wasn't really locked into like, oh, they only want us for this and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm happy at that, you know? Like, hey, you know, like we're, we're a staple in time now. You know what I'm saying? So. What's golden? What's classic? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Exactly. The, the, right. the anthems, you know, and uh, it's a beautiful thing when you see people so endeared to your music and to cherish it and that, that it's, you could see it's a part of their, uh, life in just a, such a personal way and uh to go on that journey i i've had that situation between my solo career and then collaborations with people and it's very interesting because it's the most amazing thing there because you're with your brothers you're with your sisters you're, they're your family you're there they're on tour doing that, doing music, it's beautiful in collaboration, but with human beings, there's always ego. There's always, there's always other factors that come in to involving other people. And yep. it's so hard sometimes because at least in my life, I found sometimes you could have the best intentions. You're not trying to bump heads. You're actually doing everything to extend the olive branch. And it's just drama sometimes. Man, that, I, I you know, that, that, that seems to be uh, the, the the growing uh, thread between groups for some reason. And, and also, too, I would think that it's like we were on that cusp. And 
historically speaking, a lot of the greatest artists I knew still a little bit crazy. There's a little bit of fine line between crazy sometimes and genius. You know, it's like yeah, you look right. you look at these amazing individuals and their paradoxes. Like I'm I'm a huge James Brown fan. Right. No one is better to me than James Brown. Right. James Brown, the artist, amazing, you know? Right. James Brown, the human being, complicated individual. Yeah, individual, right, right, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. And that's across the board with everyone, you know? It's like I, I've seen everyone in the business and stuff, and, and, and that's the hardest thing, because I think the most beautiful thing for me is that when you see someone with humility, because I think that's the hardest thing is that when you get the power and you get the exposure, I think a lot of people I've heard say that, you know, sometimes it doesn't change people. It just amplifies who they always were, man. Right. No, I, you know, you just water the plant and stuff, you know, like it's like the seed was already planted there and stuff. All you're doing is just watering the plant, you know, as you grow and stuff. Cause people say, you know, man, Man, how can man, man people get money and they change? No, they don't. They always been like that and stuff. You know what I'm saying? They just like I said, they, you know, they just watering the plant and stuff. They just having, you know, they got some uh, some you know opportunity to be able to you know water that plant. Man, you know now that mug is just growing and stuff. Like you always been this person and stuff or whoever. It is. Totally, and you 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 do a lot of shows, so you see you probably see it too. Is this? You know, it's like they'll be like, oh, well, that person was drunk. Oh, they didn't mean it. And I'm like, no, that's exactly what they meant to do. They just didn't have the the, the strength to do it sober. And now you're seeing and hearing exactly how they really feel. Now, yeah. are there some abstract nuances to that? For sure. But on the most part. Yeah. No, you and you and you are seeing even without a person, uh, you know, uh, uh, just a person straight sober like like yo you're you know you you see people's egos and stuff you know what i'm saying just you know just start flying and shit you know and i think this situation i've actually been talking about this a lot on the show lately is i think that this whole entire situation with this pandemic and the quarantine has really brought out the true colors and a lot of people and this that natural animalistic survival mode and stuff, which is, you know, it, it's good in some senses to see exactly the truth of really who people are and what it is. And then it's very heartbreaking in a lot of ways to see that this is how some people just feel and that this, this is the dad. Some people maybe you love and care about that. They don't care. Right. This is the, they're in survival mode and they're, they're, they're only thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about. Right. You know, and that's the, that's, I definitely think with this pandemic, it's definitely changed our society and culture a lot because the conversation we've been having is, is it going to go back to normal? And I, I don't necessarily see it going no, back no. to the way it was. No, hell no. Hell no. It, how could you? Yeah, it ain't even, it's not even, um, you know, it's not even physically possible and stuff to even go back and no nor mentally you know what i'm saying like uh, something happened you know like a shift happened not just in in california not just in you know new york a shift happened in a world in the world so you can't possibly think that you're going back to anything the only thing you can have you know 
you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, um, optimistic type of person and stuff. So I can only see, you know, good, you know, coming from something and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not blind, and I definitely, I, I'm, observant of the, the, um, dysfunctions that came up out of this and stuff. You know, as well and stuff. But then, you know, I'm looking on the upside of things and you know and seeing that you know people are you know like from from this and stuff you know i seen you know that this shift had to happen and stuff because if not people were just gonna die stuck in their own fucking ruts and stuff you know what i'm saying and now they had a chance to wake up and be able to like yo you know and you know for for the person that didn't may necessarily think of themselves as you know important now maybe are looking at themselves as very important and stuff you know within the scheme of things and that they are somebody as opposed to somebody that you know thought that they were somebody and now they realizing you ain't shit you know what i'm saying so you know so that this whole you know um um unveiling and stuff you know what i'm saying is happening to everybody all at the same time it's like yo, you you get in your letter in your right hand or your left hand and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you was on some bullshit. You know, you was actually doing it right when you thought that you was maybe doing it wrong or not doing it at all or you're not putting enough effort in something or you not whatever you thought it was and stuff. You know, now we are in a stage where people can actually see, you know, where your efforts, the fruit of your efforts and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna pay off or get laid off and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think it's a good time right now, you know, because for me, like, I had some things be revealed to me that, you know, I'm like, man, like, you know, pre, pre, pre this pandemic and stuff, you know, that already put me in this mind state. So when it, and when this started happening, I was already in this mind state, like, you know, people are going to be loyal to whatever that that uh, that suits them and stuff you know and they, that's this is not a blanket statement because all people are not like that and stuff but for the most part you know we live in a me 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 society we live in a me 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 society it's all about me and stuff you know what i'm saying and nobody else and everybody's singing the same song and stuff so yeah i definitely agree wholeheartedly man i mean it's definitely as someone from new york who like went through 9 11 it was very hard to explain to people that weren't in New York what was going on. And now with this, I talk to my friends all around the world. I mean, I have a friend in Iran that I talk to all the time and they're going through it too. And it's already amplified of what they were already going through, which, yeah. Yeah. which I think is, you know, the reason I started Equality Radio is because, uh, there's great people all around the world and this demonization of other cultures and other beliefs and other demographics and stuff is completely ignorant. I mean, I talk to people that are in Palestine. I talk to people that are in Iran. They don't hate anyone. They are as normal, right. great people, right. some of the best people on earth that right. understand love and integrity and don't hate america don't hate it it's like anywhere else there's good and bad people everywhere and, and everywhere right. right people are scared right. of their governments and, and and it's 
it's important, I think, especially right now, like you said, it's this thing that's affecting everyone. And for us to move forward, one of the themes that I've been really trying to express to everyone is that there has to be equity and justice and accountability across the board. If there isn't equity for everyone, fairness, freeness, freedom, justice for everyone, it will never be right. It will never be right because as long as that you were putting that energy into the universe and into our society, no one could be oppressed. And that, that, that applies to every demographic. And, and we all, and I, I really believe is, you can't turn a blind eye to the injustice that's going anywhere because the second you do that, it's happening right to to, to anyone. And yeah, it'd be it'd be right it'd be right at your doorstep and stuff. You know, like you know what, you know we're we're we are mirror images to one another and stuff. You know, and just because you can't see the image that's reflecting and stuff doesn't mean that it's not reflecting. You know, the image that you see and stuff. So a lot of times, you know people point the finger and stuff. They say, when you point the finger, you got three other ones pointing right back at yourself and stuff because you're just reflecting off of what's in you. So you're projecting what's in you and then you're just reflecting back what, what you're projecting or whatnot and stuff. So, you know, when we look at people, when we see evil in people and stuff, you're just looking at yourself. You're just looking at what's in you, you right. know? So, you know, so it's, it's, you know, either you're going to turn a blind eye to it and, and not address it, period, or, you know, like not turn a blind eye to it and, and address it, you know what I'm saying? Address the, the issue, you know. I, I just, I did an event like a year ago with KRS-One and, you know, like Chris said, you got to judge each person on a person by person basis stuff because yeah. to stereotype yeah. it, to be like, oh, well, everyone's like, like, no, man, like they're... Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, it's, it, that's, that's, that's my hardest part about how I feel about like with racism is, have you ever heard of the, the genetic Eve that, that, you know, that everyone descends from a darker skinned individual. Right. So re- really, you know, 200,000 years ago in Africa, there was an original African mother that all races, all people have evolved from. And really, right. if you go down far the line, it's like, it's like if I ever see someone here and I'm, you know, I'm like, but bro, I'm a part of it. I'm a, this, in, yeah. and maybe in recent history, no, there's a separation of skin tone because of uh, environmental Environment. things that happened over right. thousands of years or hundreds of, right. but if you go far, we all are human beings and we all deserve love and yeah, all deserve respect. And really, if we're all, bl- you, I, yeah. I, I, that's my hardest part is that, you know, it's like I have friends that are every nationality and I, I, I think of them just as much as my family and, and as much of more of my family, more to, I don't have a brother and a lot of my, you know, are my brothers, you know, literally right, right, my right. Bam Bam and I would never, and it's so hard to see where we're at as society again. Now it's like, I thought, you know, not that we got past it, but at least we're making progress. And it's just like, they're just trying to bring it back to some. And it wasn't, and it was never no progress. That's the whole thing. That's, that's, that's what I, I you know, people, you know, can't get a grip around and stuff because they like what happened like i thought we were cool and we were never it was never cool it was never cool you know it was like it was never cool it just like got 
you know, swept up under the rug here and there, or, you know, like. That's so true, you know, bro. Like, 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 but it's like, you know, for like, and, and this is what people can't understand. And then they ain't like, oh, like, oh, this is a black thing. Like, it's like, no, this is everyday life for us and stuff. So, so once, once something becomes everyday life, it becomes routine. And so once something becomes routine, then it becomes, you know what I'm saying? Just a regular pattern in your life and stuff. And so you're, it's not, it's not an abnormality, but to somebody else that, that this, this is not your everyday thing. This is a, you know, like this shit is abnormal. You like, yo, how could you live like this and stuff, you know? And then you learn how to live like this. Cause this is just how it is. And nobody else sees exactly what you're going through. So for me to tell you this right here and stuff, it's almost like, like, you know, when people like, like, uh, like you don't want to, you don't want people to think that you're complaining. You don't want people to think that, you know, you're, you know, you're harping on the past, you know, so you have all of these different. It's the present right now, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's always been and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But when, but, but, but it's a thin line when trying to describe the situation to, you know, of course, the other nationalities that they attack you for just trying to talk about the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, and it's not, it's not an everyday thing for, for some people and stuff. So, you know, and it's not, it's not something that they, you know, uh, uh, um, are familiar with. So, you know, it's only, it's only from a, from a, you know, peripheral, you know, view that they're, you know, I kind of see this, you know, not really, not not really, yeah, not really nothing on, on it personal and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And once, you know, those people that do understand it from a personal level and can see it and stuff, they, you know, you, you see more empathy and more, you know, sympathy and just more, uh, more understanding of the situation and stuff where it's no, it's not just so, no, so cut and dry. It's not just so, you know, like, Oh, how do we not talk about that? Oh, well, how do we, we get rid of racism? Cause you hear it's still serious. So man, you get rid of racism by just, just not giving it no, no attention. Just don't give it no attention. It's like, yo, <laughs> that right there, you know, has caused it to have, you know what I'm saying? To still keep rearing his head. And it's like, yo, I thought, well, I thought, I thought we for, forgot about it. No, yeah, you know, you forgot about it right. because it's not an everyday thing with you. And so, for me to bring this to somebody, say, oh, well, this look, look at what's happening in our neighborhoods. Oh, well, you know, then you leave the door open for anyone to pick any any excuse why it is happening. It's no, it's no, you know, so and which all of these are valid. But then, it, but but within but within the, the the context of the the question and stuff and, and and the situation and what's going on and stuff, there's only a few, you know, uh, ways a person can go and why this is happening and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And more than likely, a lot has to do with you know a lot of you know systematic racism and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not even necessarily with a person that's enacting you know, with the system and stuff and doing it, they don't even understand that they're, they're practicing system. I, I think that's such an excellent point, sir, is that so many people I see that are doing these horribly racist things, they don't even realize. And I sit there and I try and explain it to them. Like, do you yeah. realize how bigoted what you're saying is? And yeah. they really have a hard time seeing it. And I think yeah. that even to expand on the point that you're making, it's like with what's going on with George Floyd and people are like, oh, well, if those cops get arrested and those cops get tried, what about the countless 500 other people that were murdered that didn't have any type of justice in that? Like, does that 
take it doesn't there's and that's not something like you said that could if anything it's traumatizing it'll never be forgotten and, and until there is justice on those situations yeah yeah they they still have to it still has to you still got you still got to bring it to the light still must be talked about it still must be it still must be be, be shed it shed let shed light on the situation because if not it just goes away it's like okay the george thing okay okay yeah we got justice for that except about like like you said the, the countless many other you know people that you know are are like like okay well what about justice for me what about justice for me what about just for me so you know you you can't just like say oh well we're satisfied and that's and, that, and that's what a lot of we have been fed you know i'm just speaking for, for black people and stuff we have always been fed a little, a little, a little justice, a little, little uh, band aid, a little things that's gonna be all right type shit and stuff. You know what I'm saying? When it's still shit that haven't never got fixed, more um, shit that's being created. You know what I'm saying? It's like on the daily. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, you then you just pacify, and then you're like, yo, you know, yeah, you know, like somebody had to know, you're like, yo, man, what, y'all, what are you complaining about, man? Did, we gave you a we gave you Obama like wait a minute <laughs> and how about this you know it's like even my ex is from from, from down south I mean okay. her father lived right down the street from Emmett Till he's still alive you know he, he wow right he, he, he right. and he he was just like he's like yo I knew Emmett he's like that's not that far separated and I think when people complain about all these things, there's a part of me and there's a, a big part of a dialogue, I think, in, in the community that's like, wait a minute, his killer, that woman, was never tried, is still free, never yeah. ever had no accountability. Yeah. But you want to get this person in trouble, you want to do this as they will. Right. And how about this? I would think that people don't have these like unrealistic expectations. It's, it's like, my last show, we were talking about Juneteenth. No one's uh, talking about erasing Fourth of July. We just want acknowledgement that th not everyone was free at that time, and that, yeah. that that was an injustice. And until everyone really was free, it wasn't right. And yeah. that's a very yeah. I, I would look at anyone and be like, whether you took religion into it or you just take morals into it. How would you feel if that was you? And would you feel all right about it? No one would feel all right about it. And exactly, exactly, exactly. Right, right, right. Put the shoe on the other foot type, type of thinking, you know. And but a, a lot, a lot of it, a lot of it, like um, uh, it's this psychologist I like and stuff. Her name is uh, Joy DeGroy. Joy, Joy uh, she's a professor or whatnot and stuff. But she was just speaking about how. Um, in, in this country and stuff, they 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 you know made made uh, blacks to feel like they were uh, not human, not made them feel like they said that they were in, in, not human and stuff. You know, you were three fifths of a human in order to to um, to swallow swallow the, the the shit that they were putting on on people because because you, you're thinking like from a traumatic experience and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you see trauma and stuff. You know, you would automatically think like you know you know, people would be like fucked up traumatically, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they seen some type of traumatic event and 
you know, such as a person hanging and stuff, you know, you know, or you burning somebody, you know, alive or whatnot and stuff. But then you have these pictures of all of these men, women, and children smiling at this guy hanging. And even recently footage of places abstract here where they're trying to do it again, where people are literally trying to grab people and hang them again. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like you, you, you witnessing it. And this, this is my, as I say, this isn't, this is modern day. People are trying to grab people and go string them up. And the fact that everything doesn't stop, everyone isn't on the street just screaming like, wait a minute, this, this is just not right. Yeah, somebody don't feel, somebody doesn't feel, some, somebody doesn't feel like, 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 it's like, it's like you, you, uh, you grabbing some insects or something like that and you just fucking the insects up and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, no, no, nobody ain't going to say nothing. And you just like, they're just insects. Really, in all reality, and this has been a big conversation I've been having. It's terrorism. It's 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 domestic terrorism against. Oh no! I, I know. I know. No, to the fullest. It's you know, and, and it's no, directly. And in the, the, the all those hate groups, like I said, any other group would be showing up. The feds would be there. They'd be swooping them up. How that this is happening, and then it's an enabling of this deep rooted, like you said, systemic racism. Yeah, that it never needs been, it to never be been identified been, and rooted yeah. out because if if it if it does it, I mean, look on so many levels on just like you said, it affects everyone's mentalities on a day to day basis and stuff. You see yeah. how it's traumatizing to to people where a lot of my friends, the mothers, are like they don't want their kids to go outside because they're afraid they might get lynched in modern day and people. Yeah, I see this other side of white culture that just doesn't seem to really it, because, like you said, it's just not a lot. And how about it's not just white people; it's it's across the board. But no, it's across, like, no, it's across the board. It's across the board. It's definitely across the board and stuff because because but but it definitely stems from that that initial you know um, white injustice uh, or stereotypical you know type of thinking or whatnot and stuff, you know, and, and one has to like historically just be able to dial it in and see where all of this comes from. And it comes from fear and stuff, you know, fear and, and, and feel of, of, a feeling of being betrayed and a feeling of, you know, uh, of if, if the things that I've done to somebody, if, if they have the chance, then they probably will do the same thing to me right. again and stuff. So you have this in, innate fear of being, you know, uh, uh, having to pay for your, 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 your crimes and stuff, you know? And so as well as, you know, just a fear of, uh, and, and anger, fear and anger, you know, from like, because a lot of the, the atrocities didn't start happening until, you know, slavery is definitely an atrocity and stuff, but a lot of people didn't beat their slaves like that and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, you know, you, well, had some people, speaking. You, you had some people that did and stuff, but then as far as like, if you if you're you know you're damaging the goods and stuff you know what i'm saying like if you're if you're thinking as a businessman and stuff you know what i'm saying why would you want to damage your your goods and stuff you know what i'm saying so you you the 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 but the the lynchings and all of this stuff happened after slavery right that's that that's what people don't understand and stuff because because you have all of these white um uh southern men that after the civil war 
They lost all their money. Like if you ever see like old movies and stuff and then you see these guys and they find a whole treasure chest full of money and stuff. They're like, oh, we're rich and stuff. And they're like, oh no, Confederate money. You know what I'm saying? Like because now they wiped out a whole system of currency. You know what I'm saying? And because of that currency got wiped out, you know, you had all of these white men that are now uh, uh, broke. They had no money. You know what I'm saying? They had all these different big homes and you know down south and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, now they're now they don't got shit and stuff and and the only thing they can equate to why they're broke is because of these black slaves or these Jewish uh bankers that caused this to happen and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So you got, you know, hate for the Jew and hate for the uh the uh the nigger and stuff, you know what I'm saying? On both Size of the fence and stuff. So you angry and you're just mad and you just, you know. Well, Jesus was a black Jew, probably, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, and, and I mean, and it's, as it's, a Jew, it's, I would say this is that the anti says, I'm a, my roots are Jewish and it's really scary, you know, the, the, this, the anti Semitism. How about this? The, the, the xenophobia towards Islam and stuff, what they're doing in China right now to, to I mean, it's, it's horrible, man. I mean, th this persecution of people uh, for, 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 for their beliefs is, is really disturbing, man. I mean, that, that they're throwing people, that, that they're throwing Muslims into concentration camps in China yeah. It's horrible. I mean, yeah, that, 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 I mean, because there is, you could sugarcoat it and say that they're work has, but let's be real about their modern day concentration camps and they're, they're throwing these poor, you know, poor people into these, you know, concentration camps on the basis of their religion. And that's. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, I mean, and that's the inception of America and stuff is that, you know, people were persecuted for their beliefs and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So this is like, not far-fetched of what America was created on. And that's my point. My whole point is that America, you know, you took, you took uh, human beings from their natural inhabitants that didn't come to America by way of their own free will, you know. So for, for, for black people and stuff, you know, uh, in America and stuff, you know, there's a, a lot of different uh, sides to this and stuff because, for one, they was kidnapped. So in order for, for, for me to even enter any type of conversation and stuff, we have to deal with the kidnapping first. You know what I'm saying? Now, mo now most people say, oh, well, you know, African sold Africans into slavery and stuff, you know. Now, if, I, if I'm selling drugs and stuff, you know what I'm saying, and you walk past my street where I'm selling drugs at, and I say, hey, you wanna buy some drugs and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Now, if you're looking for some drugs, then you're gonna entertain what I just said to you and stuff. But if you're not looking for no drugs. You felt this was morally wrong, you wouldn't be interested. <laughs> exactly, so, cause I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't force you and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, if, if Africans are involved in slave trading, which, you know, goes into a whole nother conversation and stuff because you have indentured servitude and stuff that it existed in Africa and stuff. So slavery was already a system, not slavery as exist existed in America. And that's that, that, you know, understanding 
what is slavery and what is indentured servitude and where was this practice at and where was this practice at and how do you have chattel slavery versus you know indentured servitude and stuff what is the difference between the two and stuff then you can see how africa already had a system of indentured servitude already as well as you have wars and stuff and people take captives and stuff so you know you want to sell certain people and stuff but you're not selling them you know as a, a property right. to ownership of property which was chattel slavery became ownership of of this particular thing and and, and everything that that this thing produces i i own so mm-hmm. the children become slaves their mother everybody connected to it whereas chat whereas uh, uh indentured servitude if you're if you're the indentured servant you know what I'm saying? Your wife won't be an indentured server and your children won't be that. And I think you had seven years to pay off. They would give you seven years. And exactly. that historical context has a very relevant conversation because people just want to generalize. And when you want to, when people generalize these things, no, you have to be very specific and very much look at the context of what, was the reality the factual reality of what was the situation yeah yeah because 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 like like i'm saying here's the situation you so you mean so like if i'm from a just a just a regular general perspective of it you telling me that some africans uh 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 um basically hustled these white men to buy some slaves that's what you're saying to me yeah, and I think there's Spanish people involved too, and there's exactly this, there's so. So all these all these people got hustled. Hmm. All these oh. people got hustled by by these Africans to 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 like it's like like I'm saying like I'm hustling. Hey man, you want to buy this chain? Come buy this chain over here. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not interested in the chain, you know what I'm saying? Then there's no reason for you to even be having a conversation with me in the first place and stuff. Well, now, what's but going if, on but if in you're, Libya if you're right interested, now. huh? Look what's going on in Libya right now. Exactly. I mean, you know, but if you're interested. In, in in slaves, then of course you know you you as well as you 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 enticing enticing someone to hey man you know like man we got these calorie shells we got these you know these bottles of rum and stuff we got we got this you know we gonna trade for this like you know you have a corrupt king you got you know what I'm saying someone that's they ain't for the people they just in that as well as they, the slave trade has already existed. It, it, it's not, it wasn't like it was the slave trade that they didn't know that they were in, 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 uh, selling. My point is they didn't know that they were selling black slaves into perpetual slavery and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just yeah. like the American natives, the, 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 the Native Americans didn't believe that this place, you know, America was already inhabited. And there was already a structure here. And only through the genocide of the Native Americans did... Did they, did, they did, they, what, did they understand territory and all this particular things and stuff? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. You that's, know? that's why that's why Trump picked Mount Rushmore for that thing, because that's an old KKK monument, because right. that KKK guy built that. And it's right. going back to those things that people say that it's not intentional, but I don't believe for a second that that's not intentional. It's very intentional and very know, direct. Like him picking those dates in Tulsa, him being like... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, all of that. All of that. You could say it's... But it, it's not. There's no way. It's very... And it's and I think that's the hardest part is that, is that as a leader, there's an obligation to 
to look at the broad demographic of our the, the melting pot that makes up this America, America, which is a beautiful melting pot. And it just seems like we're at critical mass here, bro. You know, people need to stand yeah. up. I mean, that's one of the reasons I really push forward here with our quality radio is that I really feel that I'm not scared. This is a conversation that needs to be had and we need to find solutions because it's our responsibility as adults to, for the children. Yeah. As at, least, at least find, at least find some amicable ways and stuff, because, you know, historically speaking, when have people, when have everybody got, gotten along? When was the whole world unified? Never. So, you know, so a lot of times we ask for things that never even been, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I, I personally aspire for that. I, I cannot lie that I hope for a day that, yeah. that that's an archaic conversation that, that yeah. like us tripping off something like that because yeah. there's just so much accountability and justice in a situation where people are, where, but that's yeah. going to take, it's just like with the environment. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of responsibility, and a lot of tough decisions because it's yeah. not going to go away, and we're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, no, like how you saying, just with the responsibility thing and stuff, like this, this earth's been around for billions of years, and only within the past hundred and some years it have it became fucked up. So, you know, the, the accountability and stuff, you know what I'm saying, of people, you know, hey, changing something, hey, hey, wait, hold up, we got to... You know, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to take a long time. It take a little while and stuff, but still, you know, we we actually been living amongst it and seeing it getting fucked up. Whereas this shit been around for billions of years. And ain't been as fucked up as it is right now and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because of, you know, all of the, the eco shit and just whatever, whatever it is that man has you know, taking control over within the past, you know, 150 years and stuff, you know what I'm saying, and with the Industrial Revolution and all of these different things that have happened and stuff, you know. So for us as a human race and stuff, you know, recognizing that, hey, man, you know, we, we, we the best way to, to, to learn something is through example and stuff and knowing that, hey, this, this, this planet been straight, all of this time. So from, from, but from your example, you about to fucking kill the whole planet. You know what I'm saying? So I think from an example standpoint, we need to get away from with those things that, that cause us to be, and get, and use what's correct. We use what's, what's, what's utilizable, like what, what we can utilize and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But you know, a lot of shit has to get done away with and stuff you know and so uh, and, and I, a lot of that becomes a question of big big uh corporations and stuff and who's making money off of you know these you know manufacturing in these different places and cutting down these brain trays and doing all of these different things you know what I'm saying that are not an advancement to the society but are more of a detriment to the society and stuff so a lot of these questions what you're saying you know it, these are a whole lot of questions that need to come you know, and be dealt with and stuff. And a lot of times we're not dealing with these direct questions. We're dealing with offshoots of those questions and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Which only lead us back to the initial problem is, okay, so what we need to do is, you know, and we keep going, we keep arriving at that fucking same table and stuff. So what we need to do is all come together. So what we need to do is, what we need to do is, no, no, we fucking know what we need to do. The problem is, you know what I'm saying, the function 
and the actual practicality of it and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And moving towards these different things because you have all of these different uh, uh, distractions that come within just the conversation and stuff, which are traps that lead you to a whole nother way. So when you even get close to even opening up the door, you finna get sent through another trap hole and stuff that's gonna lead you to another conversation that's gonna lead you to another conversation and stuff. So you never really get to the focal point of dealing with the direct shit. We always dealing with the fucking, you know, uh, um, the debris and stuff. You know what I'm saying? When we, we're not dealing with the direct shit and stuff, you know? It's just all these, just this little fluff. And, and these things are, you know, they're accountable. And they're, and they're, yeah, you can see them and they, yeah, they exist and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But in the whole scheme of things and stuff, you see, oh, where did this shit all come from? You know, it has to has a source, you know, and uh, we cut off from the sources and stuff. And so we and so we splinter off and say, hey, no, it's the environment. No, no, it's it's, it's these chemicals. No, 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 it's it's these shots. No, 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 it's the police. No, 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 it's it's, it's racism. No, 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 it's this. 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 And so you have a whole world that's divided on what the fucking they think in the problem is and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So a world divided will never be united and stuff. You know, so. Totally. And, and especially when we're in a paradox with this modern generation, when you have 99, 98% of the scientific community having a, sci- a, a consensus on something. I mean, I was just watching like Neil T- Tyson, Degrassi and... Bill Nye, the science guy, they were on some show with someone and they, and they just kept looking at the guy, the interview guy who was this big right wing guy. And, and they're like, yeah, in the last 30 years or whatever, we've released the progress, the deterioration of the environment would normally take like 5,000 years for what we've done in the last 30 years. Don't quote me on that, but that to to that effect right and that guy and the guys is looking at him going but you're not making sense and he's like what doesn't make sense about that it would have took us five thousand years to release that much co2 and that we're physically changing the environment by doing that what does not make sense about that or what does not make sense there's a video of this guy he's a harvard law professor in front of his own house and they're beating the crap out of him what what do you not get about that? What is going on here? Or, and there's just, like you said, countless examples of this, these self-evident truths. And yeah. until, but here's the flip side. You know, there are people like Hitler. There, there's these human beings are in a lot of way, ways, you know, could emulate the most beautiful things and the worst things. And unfortunately, there are people out there that are just crazy and don't care and want to see the world burn. And that's where it's at. I mean, yeah. Hey, I'm you, you, you've, you've started to, you've experienced it with being a public figure and online and just people for no reason, just coming out at after you and just saying the weirdest things. uh, Even if you're like, Hey, well, here's a picture of me at the exact same time. It's like, that's that, yeah obviously what you're saying is a lie yeah oh i don't care you're 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 part of this great conspiracy and you're part of and anyone who's in the public eye all of a sudden you're a part of the illuminati or you're a part of selling out which 
to me is I think a very blanket statement. Like I don't like when I look at like Dave Chappelle and certain people, like I have anything, I think they kept their integrity at a price and stuff and never sold out. Right. Or that, that, that I think that to just to put this blanket statement of, well, anyone who's a public figure and does their art is could never be out there doing it unless they've sold their soul. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. true. Like well, I that, believe, I believe you guys love hip hop and you guys were the truly, in love with the art and the craft and would have done it no matter what and loved. I, I think I, I grew up around Michael, Michael Jackson. Like my uncle worked for him for a long time. I was around with Michael. Michael didn't want to be, you know, he loved the craft and he wanted to be the best entertainer, but you know, I mean, he didn't want the entertainment world. He didn't want that entertainment bullshit and stuff. The rest so, of that, that, the rest of that it's shit crazy how it affects people. I don't think, you know, it's like, a, that's my one thing. I look at people, especially young people that want to get in the game. And I'm yeah. like, yo, I don't know if you're made for this. I don't know if you're bred for this because you have to have such a tough skin to be out there and deal with everyone and deal with all the psychoness and deal with just the reality of how messed up human beings really are. Yeah. Nah, nah, man. It's, 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 uh, um, I definitely think, you know, like, like I'm saying, there's it's so many conversations that, you know, happen with, within conversations and conversations within conversations and stuff in order to get to, to there. So, you know, the, the natural thing is like, you know, what we were talking about in the beginning and stuff, man, it's worry about your own shit and stuff. Because once you start trying to point out other people's problems, all you're doing is just exposing you know your your uh, dysfunctions and stuff. You know, like right. you would rather just keep your shit quiet, so you don't want your shit exposed and stuff. You know, like fix fix your own. Like you know, they started saying about you know, you know, clean up your own backyard and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Before you get this talking about whose backyard is dirty or whose house is dirty, you know, clean up your own shit first, and then we can come to the table and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But until then, everybody shit keep being dirty and stuff, and then when you come to the table, you do want to talk about, oh, yo shit, when I came over your house, your shit was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo shit not fucked up and stuff, you know what I'm saying? You like, yo, you know, stop pointing the finger at people, and, you know, and get up off of this self-centered type of thing and stuff, you know, and then, then I think that's when people can, can see people for who they are or even not even trying to look at look at people like that and stuff it's just like you know i'm so i'm too concerned about myself you know to be concerned about you know other other people and their problems and stuff you know and i i think that's the problem everybody won't feel it feels like there's some physician or some type of doctor or some type of psychologist or some type of everyone right now is a virologist expert yeah, a everybody, everybody fucking knows everything i've done my research and you know what I'm saying? Fucking experts on radiation with yeah, 5g yeah. now they got their phd and everything these days yeah, you looked up a couple of youtubes and, shit, you know what I'm saying? and now you know you're a fucking researcher and you done, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. So usually on uh, quality radio, what I do for the guest is that I compile like a couple of things from their career and I like to just show them and just get their kind of vibe on the pictures, whether it's just, you know, just different things, flyers from your career and stuff. So do you mind if I pop up some stuff and just kind of get some of your insight from, from your yeah. career about? No doubt. All right, excellent, excellent, excellent. So. 
All right, so, boom. Does that look familiar? Word of mouth tour. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, wow. So, so does that, that look familiar, sir? Is that yours? Did I sign that for you? No, that was not for me. That was that that oh, okay. was that, that okay. was something that I just I felt was a hip hop icon, and it just that like as far as like real hip hop history. So I just want kind of you you to expand yeah, on what uh, was yeah. that experience. Uh, no, nah, definitely word of mouth tour and stuff, man. That that was a staple tour that we put together um, with the Beat Junkies and Supernatural and uh, Dilated Peoples and stuff. And um, Araka. Yeah, man, that's my guy right there and stuff. So, you know, um, for for us, it was monumental because we were all peers and all um, just, uh, yeah, just peers of one another and stuff and just loved the art. And we were all from Los Angeles and, you know, so it was just, just part of this uh, movement that, you know, became real big in this, this particular um, tour staple and stuff, you know, is what, really bonded us, you know, and uh, our first tour ever was that tour, not that particular tour, that flyer and stuff, but the same cast of people and stuff. First time we ever went on tour, we was all on the same. Tour. Was there a location on that tour that you particularly remember? Like, was there a spot that you went on that tour that you're like, oh my gosh, that was the the the, the night night of that tour? Oh uh, yeah, well, uh, we were in, uh, I wanna say Maine, Somewhere like that was somewhere, somewhere like that. Yeah, Maine or something. And uh, it was just, it was, it was just so hot. It was just pouring down just on the stage, just like sweating like crazy and stuff. So then we went outside after the show and stuff, and you know, this was wet and stuff. But but it started raining and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But it was like so hot, humid, right? So hot and stuff. It was like you know, you got. Uh, DJ Newmark is out there taking a shower and stuff like and <laughs> he got his soap and stuff. He just went and washed up and stuff in the rain and stuff. Like I was like, oh, that was pretty smart right there and stuff. But that was it was just fun events like that and stuff, you know, and just good shows in Canada and stuff, you know, just uh some good shows and stuff. A lot of love, right? Oh yeah. Uh uh I think that was our first time in New York. So that was that was, you know. Nice. Cool right there. Oh yeah, high school. So football fan, yeah? Oh yeah, for sure. That's my number one sport right there. So who so who's your team? Who was my team or who is my team right now? I like that. I like your team and who is your team? I I'm I'm a Raiders fan. I'm a, I'm a Raiders. Oh, okay. You're a Raiders fan, so you're excited for Vegas. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm Have a Raiders. you seen the stadium? No, I haven't seen the stadium. I'm not like I you know, like I follow football. You know, like, but I don't follow football. You know, like I, I when once I started doing the music and stuff, then it became not the love of my life as much as anymore. It's like it's always been a part of me because, like, you know, I've been playing football since I was like nine years old and stuff. So me that's too. always, you know, been in me and stuff. But then I got to that point where I was like burnt, and it, it just was like, you know, I was just into something else, which which is the music and stuff, which is wasn't was another extension of that and stuff. And once that came about and stuff and that's when uh um you know my all my focus went towards towards that and stuff so you know i watch sports and stuff i'm cool i'm i'm like i'm always be a sports head but i'm not a i'm not a, a fanatic 
Did you watch the first uh, the Lakers Clippers game last night back? No, I said I seen it on and stuff. Like I said, I'm not really like 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 I'll watch it if it's on and I'm there. Like okay, I'm, I'm you know I'm not against it, but I'm not so so super pro sports mm -hmm. like I used to be and stuff. You know, like right. uh, you know I'm just not like that and stuff anymore. And stuff, so. No, I feel you. I, same thing. It's like with me, a lot of people I know, like even. They'll be going out to go do stuff like that. And I just want to be in the studio. I'm just like, Hey, I got a, uh, Hey, cause that's my passion and stuff, you know, the, and there's a lot of times they're like, well, why wouldn't you want that stuff? And I'm like, but this is fun for me. I love being in the studio. I love doing shows. I love doing that type of stuff. Right, 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 right. I mean, for me, it's like, I, like for, with sports, I wouldn't have been able to, um, uh, experience some of the things that I have experienced and stuff, and that that opened me up really. And stuff, you know. That's what's up. What about this, boss? Uh, yeah, this is in China. This is my first time in China. So, oh, China. So, what was what was that like? Uh, that was dope, man. That was real dope. It was a uh, it was a club we did and stuff. So when we walked, came up to the club, and you see this big ass poster with my face on that shit outside and stuff. I'm like, yo, this that's how you do. You're like, I like that. I like yeah, the, the like, billboard. Yo, like we, we performing at this club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's big ass face and stuff like in front of the club. And I'm like, yo, this is how Asia is. Like this Asia is fucking dope. They do when they do promotion, they doing some fucking promotion and stuff like, yo, oh, wow. this shit, yeah. it was so huge, man. I'm like, Wow. I want, that for the studio. I want to feel that down after the show and bring it to the studio. Exactly. exactly. Bring it back to the house and stuff. Like, yo, I killed it here. <laughs> that would have been the icon for the grandkids, grandkids. They would have been like, yeah, oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I always talk about that on the show. It's like the, that memorabilia to hand down to the family so they could see the, you know, their, their loved ones were doing it, right. you know, put it right. in work. Here, right. let me see. So what's next right here? Let's take a look. Uh, what? Is this? Oh, uh, that was a tour that I uh, just did uh, maybe about two years ago. Yeah. Dope artwork. Two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, dope, dope. My guy from uh, from the UK did that and stuff. Yeah, no, I love that. And, uh, my, and how long were you on the road for with that? About a month and a half, actually. Yeah, that was 2016 going into 2017. That's what's up. That's what's up here. Let's see. So what's next? There we go. There's the one over here. Blowing off steam and stuff. Yeah, that's a song I did with my son. Um, with Artwork's great against, bro. Well, that's artwork's dope. Yeah, yeah. With the producer, producer from South Africa. I, had, uh, I did the track and stuff. So I got my son on there. We just killed it. it so I do a lot of songs with my dad. Oh, okay. Oh, serious? Wow. Yeah, I, wow. Produce, I produce like a gang of songs for my old man. I just actually did this huge music video for him and stuff. I mean, just. Oh, that's hot. I got him a whole entire female band, got him dressed up. I mean, we had, we got a director. We built, I actually built two stages, two sets for him with, with the director and the team. Got him an all female band. Came out. Wow. It was dope. It was definitely an experience. And I think, hey, you know, Bob and his kids and stuff, everything. I think that's a beautiful thing. Musical families, that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's dope right there, man. Wow. Yeah, I think that's important. Let's see. Boom. So. 
be real. My mm -hmm. son, some of the homies and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Shafiq Hussein, dope nice. and stuff. We was in LA uh, at Be Real Spot. Um, nice, nice, nice. Let's see. Oh my God. Be Real TV. Be Real TV right there. All right. Boom. Concrete Schoolyard. That's a, uh, one of our first uh, singles uh, in from the UK. Um, nice. Nice, nice, that was, nice. That was 97. Boom. Is that, that's not, I thought, I see what I thought yesterday. I thought that was DMX. Was that DMX? <laughs> no, no, that's my, that's my, that's one of my best friends who passed away in 99. That's Africa. Okay. Yeah. Part of Rebels of Rhythm. Rest in peace. Boom. Back in you, back in the day. I, yeah. You got the, I, the whole. Yep. High, high school. You, so you, you, I, I'm in South Central. You grew up, so you grew up in South Central? Yep. 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 Uh, Florence, uh, Florence and Normandy. I, I I live on the corner of Normandy and Exposition. Oh shit! I know exactly where you at. You by the chick by, by the chicken spot. You across the street. No, no, Normandy. You said Normandy, 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 Normandy and Exposition. Normandy. Hold on. Normandy and Exposition. Um, Normandy and Exposition. You uh. Oh yeah, you by the train. By the train. That by the train. The train. Right train, the train, yeah. the train go down right. to Exposition and stuff. I know exactly where you. Are. I, I used to live. I used to live on 39th in Normandy. I used to live on on uh on 53rd in Normandy. Uh, I went to I went to I went to uh, I went to Manuarts right there on King on King in Vermont and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I'm, that's my that's my neighborhood. I'm I'm all up uh, from from King any anywhere from from damn near Adams to fucking Manchester and stuff. Man, I know a lot of people. Yeah, and it's it's such a beautiful neighborhood, man. I mean, I don't think people realize this how much love and just like how dope of a neighborhood it is at sea everything down in this area the coliseum you said, you said, Norm, you said, like Norm, you said normandy and exposition damn how long you been there not that long three years okay 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 yeah i know exactly where you for that i lived up in inglewood uh yeah yeah i go i go to the mosque when i'm in la sometimes i go to the mosque right down there the beautiful mosque right there yeah yeah on exposition yeah yeah all right, next thing, next thing, good sir. Let's see. This, uh, boom. You see that? Yeah, I am somebody. Yep, that's that's me. That's that's something that I created. Well, actually, my wife created the um, the logo and stuff. But you know, it's a J Five song. I am somebody and stuff. But you know, it stands for so much more. Like in these times and stuff. You know, like you know, I'm I'm not really. You know, I, I'm I'm all for Black Lives Mattering, but as far as the organization Black Lives Matter, I don't I don't mm -hmm. you know I, I don't really they don't speak for me and stuff you know so I I, I I I my my saying is I am somebody and stuff so you know I don't I don't have to put no color on that and stuff you know what I'm saying like so treat me treat my Black life like it matters because I am somebody first. You know, what I'm so that's that's beautiful, I'm, bro. That's so deep, man. I mean, I think that's so real, bro. Yeah. So I don't have to get into the color game, and like I said, that you go down the rabbit hole when you get to mentioning different certain things and stuff. You know, and you never get to. The, well, I mean, that's a very complicated subject. With Black Lives Matters, no one said that that meant that other lives didn't matter and yeah, stuff, and, yeah, or that yeah, that yeah. 
you know, or as one of my best friends said the other day, uh, you know, but that's a very, you know, complicated. So it's like your house is on fire. Then someone looks at you and goes, well, all, all houses matter. You know, well, is your house yeah. on fire right now? You know, right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, but my house is on fire right you now. Know, it's father's day. Hey, all that, you know, all men matter. Like, wait a minute. No, we're talking about fathers. Right, here. right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but, you know, this isn't really applicable, but you know, it's like, but yeah, and that was exactly. the hardest thing for me because like for my theme for equality rate for, for worldwide familia for almost 15 years has been, this music is for all races worldwide working for peace and equality. So a lot of my right. hashtags are, you know, justice for all rights for all. And now like, I don't want people to be like, you're saying, Oh, well, you're saying all lives matter. Like, no, that was, I was, right. I was saying it was long before there was even a distinction of that. I wasn't okay. trying to say, my now life, that, your life, like, no, nah, man, fuck it, I am somebody. I was just saying that everybody, no matter your race, no matter your place, yeah. we're, all, yeah. we're all brothers, we're all family, you know. The, but I mean, now it's, for, me, for me, I, I don't have to get into the, the, the specifics of your life and stuff. All I know is I am somebody, you are somebody. That's all. I, I respect That's universal, you. I, bro. I, I respect Jeez. you because you are somebody. Fuck whatever it is you got going on and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's on you. Whatever you're doing, whoever you are, whatever you are, you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 you and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still gonna respect you because you look like a human being and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You look, you 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 act and interact as a human being and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You register to me when I seen you as a human being. So oh, that is somebody and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I might don't know who that person is. I might don't know your name. I don't, might don't know where you come from. I might don't know your background. I might don't know all the shit about you and stuff. Those are all personal things and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But before I even get to that point, I have to recognize there's a human being standing in front of me who is have somebody. Have you ever done a song called I Am Somebody? I Am? Yeah, we've done some. Yeah, uh-huh. Because mm -hmm. I, I mean, bro, that, yeah. that's real no, talk, gotta, man. That's G. That's that, that definitely. Okay. And I think... You know, people need to find, you know, that value and, you know, that value. You are somebody. You are. That's my biggest thing is that I look at always up with my students and everyone is like, yo, man, you're irreplaceable. There's such value in every human being. And, you know, there's such substance to that to that statement, man. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's a great affirmation and it's a great confirmation, you know, for for the human soul and stuff you know what i'm saying for themselves to let them know hey i am somebody you know whatever it is whoever you are whatever you may manifest as and stuff you know what i'm saying outside of that and stuff you know what i'm saying i'm going to see you as a human being first that you are a somebody you know what i'm saying you are a body you know what i'm saying that is especially for the youth bro especially for the youth to get that message to the youth yeah to have that self-respect you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, so here, let's see. Let's see what's next here. Uh, we got, boom. That's a great shot, bro. Yeah, it's this festival called Bonnaroo. I've heard of Bonnaroo, man. And so Nashville, Tennessee and stuff. That's, that, that, was the, that, that much that energy was you must have felt from this, the that crowd just going nuts. Yeah, no, that shit was way sick right there and stuff. That was, that was it right there. Let's see. Okay, let's see. Do you know what this is? 
James Brown. Yep, at the skill district. Did, did you know who drew that? Uh, I see Charlie Tuna down there. So, uh, yeah. Char- Char- Charlie, New- Charlie uh, you know, me and Samaj are really close. Me and Maji are close. So, you know, oh, okay, like, okay, I, okay. I, I, that's what's up. Yeah. My, my boy for a long t- time, man. You know, I mean. That's what's up. That's my guy right there. I love Samaj. That's my guy right there, man. Boom. Hmm. See that? Yeah, man. I, I can't remember where we were at, but uh, that was for the uh, feedback. That was the last album and stuff. So. That's dope, bro. Yeah. Let's see. I thought this was just such a classic picture, bro. You guys all hopping up? Oh, yeah, yeah. That shit was sick right there and stuff. I want to say that's at the, uh, at, uh, at the Nokia Center. That's at the Nokia Center. I opened up for MC Hammer at the Nokia Center. Oh, wow. What? On Cinco de Mayo. That was... What? Recently? Amazing. So, that was recently? So, what, so explain this. So this is the a prop that you guys had? Oh, yeah. So it's a turntable and stuff. It's an actual turntable. Like they, they, He was know, actually... So it was reactive. I remember you guys built this and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually scratched on that shit and stuff, you know. Cut a new mark. It's amazing. Yeah. Back in the day, uh, you see this artwork for this for the Fox. Yeah. That's from Colorado. Yeah, yep, I remember that. Uh huh. That's from that word of mouth tour. That was all right. So here's a little curveball. So this is like I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, so what's up with this, bro? So let's 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 talk about this for a second. What what is going on with that? Like like why? Why do you think people think you're pop? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> like, I, have, I have no idea. That shit is just some weird old shit to me. Like, you know. So you're just like, chilling one day and all of a sudden uh, you, you just someone hit you up. You're like, yo, Kiel, check this out, bro. Yeah, my son, my son had told me and stuff. He was like, you know, people on the internet think that, that you're Tupac and stuff, you know. And I'm like, what? They show me a couple of stuff like that, what you showing me and stuff. And I'm like. All right, so I really didn't think nothing of it at first and stuff. And then my daughter was like, yo, there's this video and stuff and people saying that you're Tupac and this, that, and the other and stuff. And like that Charlie is someone too or something. Is that, like, yeah, right? that, like, the whole group, that the whole group, the whole group are deaf fakers. The whole group is, is some, some CIA government. Yeah, man, I, I, that shit is just weird, old man. It's just some weird old shit and stuff. I really like. You know, I try to I try to ignore it as much as I can and stuff. But then, you know, you you can only ignore, you know, uh, in uh, people inciting violence on your life so long, so much and stuff. You know, what I'm so, so 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 do you, so you don't think it's just funny? Like I I, I like if someone says no. like, really? No. Okay, no, it's not funny at all and stuff because, like I said, you know, it's only it's only so far you can go when people are inciting violence on your life. How is that inciting violence on your life? I don't understand. No, I say you, you have people that are, are, are inciting violence towards me. Because, because they think you're pop. Yeah. That's insane, bro. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, that part right there. That part right there, you know, where you have different, you have different types of Tupac fans and stuff, you know, you got about. That are that going back to that whole entire people are crazy and they have, they yeah. get, they're convinced. For sure. For sure, and they, you know, and they, so they, 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 they're, they're convinced that that Tupac is some, uh, 
government agent and he was sent here to corrupt the the, the minds of the youth and uh yeah so you know that Pac was, was sent here to corrupt the minds of the youth yeah Pac, the revolutionary guy yeah. that shot yeah. shot policemen trying to hurt yeah. people and yeah that that guy that guy you know, you you He's a race. Doug, I mean, how about this? People want to demonize Thug Life, but Thug Life was really a roots, a lot of ways in a roots program to really try and help the community. I mean, yeah, no, of course. Not saying that Pac didn't do that, stupid stuff and they didn't have his moments, but it, at yeah, the end of the no, day. Yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that stupid. It wasn't, you know, it, yeah. as well as you, like you're saying, you have, he have, a, he had an organization that exists that, you know, like with the Thug Life thing, if you read on there and stuff, his whole thing is like, don't mess with children. That, that's, that was, those are, you will not be there, you know what I'm saying? You will be persecuted, of course, you know what I'm saying, if you hurt, harm a child and stuff. So isn't that harming a child? Like, how can you be a part of an organization and push a particular thing and stuff? And I said, oh, yeah, he took, pushed that. And I'm like, you don't even believe that shit that you're talking about and stuff. A lot of these kids that are pushing this and stuff, they only Tupac fans from all, all eyes on me. Right. They have no clue of what Tupac even did prior and stuff or even listen because i'm because I, I asked i asked him i said well what what song are you claiming that that caused people to commit violence and all this stuff what song name the song that that tupac has where he's inciting violence and inciting people to get it name the fucking song they don't have no song some guys talking about oh oh hit him up you know because you know that i'm like man get the fuck out of here man that's a diss song the diss song for that's a particular situation for a particular person where did where did this even happen at and stuff you know so i don't even i try not like i said i try not to even give it any energy and stuff you know what i'm saying because you know it it, it really pisses me off and stuff because the thing is you got people on the internet i don't know what these people look like but guess what they know what i look like so i can be anywhere and right. somebody can run up on me. Of course. And I don't know who this person is. Right. And if they, if they, how about this? If, hey, look at it with celebrities across the board, bro. Do you have these people that are mentally ill and they become, Hell they yeah. get no, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, so, that's bro, what I, I even get like the other day, I got this crazy hate mail record. I mean, hate mail letter saying like that all this crazy stuff and i'm just like and it was like this whole entire thing about how i'm this racist person and i'm like i'm because one of our so me and my best friend did this song called where there's a will there's a way and this artist named noah who did the artwork for reggae on the mountain for years and stuff he did our album artwork so he drew from the music video we were all he took scenes from the music video and drew us from the scenes and there's like a universe and it's me him back to back but for you know he's turned towards space and the universe and i'm turned towards the other way and all of a sudden the other day i get this long email from this guy going you hate black people the, you're having the black man go out into the universe and and and, and and darkness and you're the white man walking into heaven and i'm like i'm like first of all i didn't even draw this second of all the whole entire song is about my is about racial like 
And if you look at my posts every, like, you obviously don't know me or know us because what would ever make you think in a million years that I was trying to say soul power was the black guy going like it it just, and it broke my heart to see that someone was this crazy and had come up with this huge idea in their mind that was so far from reality. And so rooted, like you said, out of rage and hate and this thought in their mind. That's what exists right now. Like how you were saying earlier about, you know, the governmental, everybody's a, 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 a part of these days. The, conspiracy, the conspiracy and stuff and, you know, just fucking just idiots and stuff. And I'm not saying that some of that stuff may not be true, and you know, but, but you're putting too much on it to because it's every person. It's always whoever dies, that person didn't really die. They're, they're, they fake their death. Right. Whoever it is, Kobe, oh, he faked his death. Oh, Nipsey Hussle, oh, yeah, he faked his death. Everybody, everybody that dies today that, that is a celebrity, they didn't die. Exactly, bro. Like, and, and the thing is, like, like Nip. Nip was right around the block when he got smoked. You know, like, the things that I would hear people say right after he, he got shot and stuff, like, I'm like, whoa like it just it's just interesting people's conspiracy theories on everything man you know it's just it's just everyone like i said earlier he's got a phd and they figured it out how what's going on and what's here you go so let's see let's see what's there all right so this boom Harold much bro Fat one of my favorite mcs of all time bro Fat lip, from the Fat lip. Side. Uh, my man Hydro Phonics in the, with the red hat. My boy Eddie in the back is a promoter, and then my boy in the green. So uh, back there's uh 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 damn. Okay, now you doing a show with Pharaoh? Yep, yep. In Singapore, we was in Singapore. Woo! Uh, Pharaoh live, insane. Yeah. Get that. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the name of that festival? Hats off, hats off festival, or hats something, something. Yeah, it was a big festival, and uh, I always thought Pharaoh was one of the most underrated MCs of all time, man. I mean, he. he oh yeah, no, definitely, no doubt. I man, he's he's one of my top men, definitely within my top top ten conversation of the greats. Not top yeah. ten for sure, like like for sure, like between him. Diversity, live album, and the thing of how he translates live too. You know, he is not no studio rapper. He is no. yeah, a yeah, live no. show enthusiast. He he gets it yeah. going. No, he gets it in and stuff. That's now he's dope and stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, just I think special, bro. You know, just let's see what let's go next. Let's see right here. All right, all right. Uh, So have you have you heard about this the, the Stephen Clark law? Uh-uh. So this was a young kid that was killed in his backyard. Mm. Poor kid was killed in his backyard and they're trying to en- enact a new so like with a lot of these new laws, you know, to really start trying to hold police accountable because i think that that's the one of the biggest conversations right now is that why aren't these policemen that are obviously killing innocent people why aren't they in being indicted like the criminals that they are mm, mm, that's deep wow 
Right. You know, is that, is that I think that if there was some justice in that, you know, that, 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 in the, that, that there needs to be legislation passed, I think it's, it's just like with the representative uh, John Lewis, with him passing with his voting bills right that they're proposing now. It's very important that these legislations get passed because if there isn't those checks and balances, I don't think that it's ever going to really change until we start passing. And how about that? That's just a start. Just because we pass the laws doesn't mean that, but it's at least it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. No, cause I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not the politician type of, I'm not into politics. I'm not into, you know, none of that stuff, you know, because like I said, um, from the onset when we were talking about kidnapping and stuff and I said like this has to be dealt with first and stuff from a kidnapping standpoint and stuff like the criminal act you took if you take the money more than like three feet and stuff you know what I'm saying? that's called kidnapping and stuff you know what I'm saying so we wasn't immigrants of America we're not refugees we didn't you know come as, as illegal Ill, illegal aliens and stuff you know what I'm saying you know so our status here in America and stuff, you know, is not of an American citizen. You understand what I'm saying? Because how, how black people became American citizens is by way of the I mean, amendment, the 15th, what the 15th, 13th, 14th, mm-hmm. 15th amendment and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So you're a 15th amendment citizen and stuff, you know what I'm saying? You're not necessarily black people are 15th amendment citizens, not American citizens, because when America became America in uh, in uh, 1776, you know, July 4th and stuff, black people didn't become citizens of this republic mm-hmm. until 89 years later. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, I'm, I'm just 50. Century, so. basically. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? A hundred years. hundred like, years is not a short period of time. That's a long oh, time. Oh, hell no. For you to like. <laughs> That's a lifetime. That's almost two lifetimes for most people. Maybe three. Wait, wait, like, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You know what I'm saying? You, like, you realize, you know, from a historical perspective of it and stuff, you like, oh, who's the first person to get killed in the Revolutionary War? This, this attic. It's a black man. A black man got killed in the revolution for America to receive its freedom from England and to be free and to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and all of these different, you know what I'm saying, morals and, you know, convictions. Supposed promises for everyone. And and, and here it is, uh, July 4th, 1776, July 5th, 1776, you still own slaves. Yeah, you still own slaves for eighty nine more years. Like, yo, bro. Like, like. So, so, so. How much of this do you actually believe about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and stuff? You know, when you have on your own slaves. So, my whole point, as far as being a citizen of this thing called the United States and stuff, because what makes here this the, the kicker is that what makes the 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 uh, um. An American citizen, what protects the rights of the American citizen and stuff? You know what I'm saying? It's the Constitution, right? Constitution. The, Constitu- the Constitution is what protects the rights of every uh, American 
citizen and stuff. So within uh, the Constitution, um, why did there have to be an amendment if you were just making black people American citizens? Straight up. Or even what, what, what would how about mean? this? What about like with women, the right to vote? It said like this didn't happen until it's not like right out the gate that everyone had these rights. And yeah, it go hey, them so throwing what, Asian Americans yeah. in internment camps during World War II. Yeah. You know, it's this, this these things still. Hey, look what's going on these days right now with with ICE and the immigration and people. There's still yeah. Yeah. a lot of people that are being abducted. Abducted. You know, I mean, you know. And but like like I that's so my point my point being is that to, to dial it back is that I was saying that I don't deal with politics and stuff because I'm not a citizen of here. I'm a citizen by way of being born here in that respect and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But but we're not black people are not immigrants. So when we talk about everybody built America that comes from the the narrative of the the melting pot the melting pot theory came about with all of the immigrants that came to America in 1892 from Ellis Island black people my, my relatives did come to Ellis Island I was, uh, it was Jordan it was Giordano and they changed it to Jordan you see what I'm saying you see what right. I'm saying and it's very the, the demographic of the 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 of how many of black people that came here as it is not is, is slavery. Is, slavery ended. Slavery ended in 1865. We're talking about 30 some years later was when they opened up Ellis Island and stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So just in that, just in that time frame and stuff, it's like, yo, this is not the same. Like you, you, you we we've been here. We've been here. The black people are citizens now. Like now, now, would you say that that, that is someone born in America now? That nah, they are... it's still the same issue. So that's what I'm saying. This is what. But once you once you involve yourself in the process and you accept the the the, the said status that of who you are in this society and stuff, then you have to deal with like it's like you sign a contract and stuff. You know. What and what do you stuff? think? What what would be the thing that would change it that would make you feel that okay wait a minute i i am truly a citizen of uh, and that i feel that it, is there anything you think that could be done that could that could make it right no because so you so it's like a two-part question um two-part answer and stuff you know what i'm saying because for one this is not this this is this this land is the native native american land and stuff you know what i'm saying for one sure. and stuff. so there's nothing that somebody can give me that's already the natives right you understand what i'm saying so no, definitely you know, like, this I, land I, was stolen by native the native americans yeah, lived here yeah, had a yeah. whole entire community and it was you know what I'm saying? so nobody could make me as well genocide. As, it was a genocide as, to, yeah, to, to take this yeah. land as well as a part of that a part of that a lot of a lot of a lot of uh uh, uh natives you know what i'm saying are are of are, are, are black people too Right. So a lot. So a lot of a lot. Of you, you. If you talk to a lot of black people, they say, "Oh, my my great my grandmother is uh, my, my right." Because I've met black people who said that they didn't come here, that that they actually had relatives that were here and stuff. Yeah, already they, here. So a lot, a lot of a lot of. But if you look at every culture, it's darker as you go farther yeah, down. Yeah, no, of course, of course. That's what Columbus ran into. He ran into dark, the darker people, and then you got stories of you know uh, Mansa Musa's brother uh, Abu Bakr who came to. 
uh, uh, America 500 years before Columbus, like about, you know what I'm saying, almost like yeah, 2,000 ships. Vikings and there was all types of people years, that came before yeah, Columbus. Like, like 2,000 ships, you know, you know traveled from, from West Africa to uh, to America and stuff, you know what I'm saying, and they stayed. They stayed and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So they talk about, so when, when, when Columbus got off the ship and then he ran into some natives of the land and stuff and he seen that they were dark people and stuff and he seen that they had they had these swords and you know, they had these gold tips and stuff. He said, this is like the gold that they have in West Africa and stuff, you know? So when they took, they took one of the swords back to Spain with them and examined that this is from West Africa and stuff. So there have always been trading from West Africa to America because like, like what they call corn, it's called maize, maize in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, um, South America and in indigenous lands here. Right, right. So 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 they used to trade maize for gold mm. and stuff because because maize is not an indigenous to Africa. Right. right. Maize is maize is indigenous to America. Really? So okay, so that means that they got it over yeah, okay. So they used to trade. So there there, there has always been a trade a trade route between the two. But yeah. everything there's definitely yeah. a synergy of of indigenous culture that seems to be uniform across the world that yeah. that you know and yeah so that that that's the dear your friend i am so everybody's somebody and we were yeah. all connected you at one point you know i mean how about this i i always thought what bob marley said like I don't trust no politician, man. You know, like if you politics, that's a very hard subject and stuff because I believe yeah. it's two sides of the same bird. And, and, and that's very complicated because when I look at Obama, I'm like, yo, yes, articulate constitutional law professor, very qualified, but still a politician, man. You yeah, know? No, no doubt. Without a doubt. I, I, I never looked at it at anything different. Cause like, like what I'm like, my whole point, what I'm telling you is like, you know, I being able to separate, from the politics and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't accept American politics in that way to where it's dictating my life and stuff. I live here, so of course you got to deal with whatever's right. here because right. by, by default, by default, I have to do that and stuff. But the, as far as what I'm willing to to give and what you know, what I'm saying it, it it draws a thin line between. So you're saying what what should black people do? in this situation and stuff, you know what I'm saying? For black people in this situation and stuff, it's not a thing of civil rights and stuff. This is a international rights thing. But they have made our struggle to be civil. So once it's civil, you're working within the jurisdiction of America. Right, but it's a human rights issue that's worldwide. But but, but the your your human but the human rights international people can't come to your aid if you're dealing with a civil issue interesting point the the, the 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 semantics of it you understand what i'm saying yeah so so now so now like 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 malcolm x he before he passed away he was been to take america to court on the international level and stuff because he linked up with other nationals uh uh nationals um like um with uh africa and stuff you know send the other nationalities and stuff that were already on the floor at the UN so they can bring in this particular argument and stuff. You understand? What was your feelings as I mean like with, with Malcolm as far as uh 
because I always thought that was a very beautiful part of, of Malcolm's story is that when he actually went to Mecca and he saw the diversity of the truly of Islam and stuff in its purest form and stuff that when he went to Mecca, he saw people of every nationality and people live, you know, that it was a different experience, or at least that's what I've gotten from that and stuff. I mean, and that when he came back and it was seemingly expressing more of a message of tolerance and acceptance for everyone that, uh, that wasn't received that, that well. So it was a, it's, it's a point of what you were saying, the international linkage and stuff and recognizing that, Hey, this thing is bigger than just my sit in, in this civil situation with that we live in America and stuff, you know what I'm saying? This is a world issue. So if I'm able to hone in and magnify this, this, this problem is a human issue and not just a civil issue and stuff. I, I gain more by this linkage of being a Muslim. So for, for me being a Muslim and stuff, you know, I know so many other nationalities and stuff because just, for, just from being Muslim. Right. Let alone from just being able to travel and do music and stuff. And then I meet different people from different nationalities yeah. and stuff. But as far as and just you being used a Muslim. To be Christian, right? You to, I think I've heard you talk about this. So you were yeah, a Christian. Yeah, I grew up, yeah, yeah, I grew up Islam, Christian. correct? Yeah, yep, I grew up a Christian. Because I always hear you online talking about Jesus too and stuff and everything and that you studied yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, and... yeah, he's a part of he's a part of Islam and stuff. So, you know, can't leave that out and stuff. But as far as, you know, uh uh um um, what were we talking about? I just lost. Civil about about it being a civil right or internationally and the accountability. Yeah, yeah. So, Ma, so Malcolm, so so Malcolm, Malcolm recognized that Islam internationally and stuff links you with the world and stuff just by way of the faith and stuff. The faith itself, you know, what I'm saying, links you as a brotherhood with every nationality and, and uh, over everywhere and stuff. You know, what I'm saying. So the fight for whatever he's fighting for and stuff, you know, is going to have that much more depth in the punch and stuff because I got the whole world backing me now and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Now I can, I, I'm able to appeal to the whole world by way of this thing, whereas if I was just thinking in this just one way with this black thing and stuff, then I'm only going to be able to get, you know, you know, and not necessarily like that, this is the sole issue and why he's doing this, but just being able to recognize that you're part of a brotherhood that's worldwide. And that's what I'm saying for me and stuff. I know so many people worldwide just based on this experience and stuff, you know, from Malia to, you know what I'm saying, to China, to everywhere, you know, everywhere I go, you know what I'm saying? So I'm able to go pray in a mosque in another country, same prayer. I'm not, I'm not lost. I'm, I'm going, I, I get more lost looking for a cab or trying to find some food mm -hmm. in that country than going to pray. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At a do, you speak Arabic? do you speak Arabic? I mean, I speak enough to pray. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's but as far as, you know, like a, a conversation, like, no, you know, I know a couple of words here and there, but no, 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 you know, I'm learning and stuff, you know. I'm trying to get and have you, have you traveled to Mecca before? Have you yeah. done taken it? Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. that experience like? I made my Hajj in 2004. That was, man, that was great, man. It was, you know, it was, you know, it's good. It's the good, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's life. So that, you know, the pilgrimage is, is about life and stuff. So in life, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly and stuff. So you see mm -hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, these things are magnified in different situations and different times and stuff, you know. But it was just beautiful to be able to just be in, a, you know, 
in in a, in 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 the, the the center of the country and in, in in the place where what I believe in and stuff. You know, of what I'm saying? has a has. Um, you felt a peace when you went there in the pilgrimage. Yeah, the historic. I mean, the peace, but then, like I said, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly. So you know what I'm saying? You're gonna see everything so it's like you know it's not a it's not a uh what you what you uh romanticize type of situation and stuff you know what i'm saying and well sometimes i hear a lot of people when they say they make those like a lot of times when i hear people say they went to israel it is this they always talk about this experience and stuff and i I, i've never done anything like that and stuff yeah yeah and i'm quite sure you're going to you you know people everybody is different yeah. you know and that's that's the, the beauty of the world and stuff you know and it's just in people's experiences and stuff you know so everybody experiences going to be different and stuff you know so you know so hey, i have friends that were there when holly selassie got off the plane in, in jamaica and stuff right. and it's interesting it's like i have friends that were there that said they saw one thing and then i have friends that were there that said they saw another and you stuff and it's very... so it's, everything is about your experience your own personal <laughs> experience and stuff you know what i'm saying and i have a I, lot of jamaican friends that were there they're like bro yeah. i was there yeah. <laughs> right 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 you know what i'm saying so, you know, it, it, it's, it's 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 all perception you know what i'm saying and, and i think that was a very interesting thing too with you know with bob and the ethiopian church and stuff and and that whole entire relationship and stuff that was a very because faith is a very complex thing and and you know people identify with stuff and then people get offended. I mean, that's the hardest part for me is that like, whether someone is a person of faith or doesn't, I believe we all deserve respect and we should have before the universe, a humility to have respect and reverence for everyone's views and the right to have that belief and, or not to have any belief at all. And it's so hard for me to watch, you know, so much hate towards people for their religion and stuff or their it's just it's very uh disappointing to me and stuff because it's like a lot of my muslim brothers the best people on earth and when i hear people say stuff i'm like wow like that's a whole lot of assumptions about someone you obviously don't really know that many muslim people it's like someone said something to me about iranian people the other day and i'm like well, how many Iranian people do you talk to? Do you to? actually know? Do you actually, how many do you know? I talk to a bunch of them on the daily and that is not how, that's not the experience I've had, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, like, you know, everybody have different experiences with different, I mean, everybody shit is different, you know? And that's, okay. that's the, that's the, that recognizing that everybody has their own story and everybody has their own, um, um, you know, take on things and stuff and you have to give people room for that and stuff yeah you can vet people's you know um information and what they may bring forth and stuff but uh, somebody's personal experience and stuff i can't vet your personal experience i don't know that so this thing box came in that that they're saying like because you know i in my area there's a lot of homeless people though you know skid rows not too far and stuff and everything and they just came out with this article that it's three times cheaper to give people housing then this to let them be out on the streets i mean and i think that you know it goes to another one of those issues in here in america especially with everything that's going on right now that we need to address is that you know people need help you know people you know and this problem is just not going to go away like you said just sweeping it under the rug 
is not going to make it go away. You've been sweeping it up, sweeping it up under the rug and stuff, you know, and that, you know, and, and when, and when, when people pull up their, their bootstraps and stuff, you know, such as in, you know, in the case of like black people, like what I'm saying, like after 1892, when the immigrants, when the immigrants were let into America and stuff, you know, then this one, this whole, this melting pot type of um, conversation came about, you know, where everybody contributed to the building of America and stuff, you know what I'm saying? In, in the early part of, uh, um, um, like in the early 1900s and stuff, you know, uh, in the 1920s, you had a whole, whole, whole cities, whole towns, like about 70, 70 different towns in, in America that were black owned, black operated, uh, had their own uh, uh, many doctors, hospitals, Stores that was burned. <laughs> every everything, everything like that's what I'm saying. Like like black like it was like seventy Black Wall Streets. They mm -hmm. only talk about Black Wall Street, just one. No, it was like seventy of them in different towns. I don't know if you ever seen the film. You ever seen the film? Uh uh uh, uh um, Rosewood. You ever seen Rosewood? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Watch Rosewood and stuff. You Definitely. Know yeah, yeah. That's a good one to watch and stuff. Because, but that was another town. Town that was. Where, where where blacks are flourishing and stuff, you know what I'm saying, and doing well economically and stuff. So this is like in the 1920s and stuff, right? Now, well, the welfare system started, you know what year the welfare system started? No, I have no idea. 1935. Wow, so, but not even 100 years ago, basically. So there was no, so there was no, so, 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 so black people built the uh, Black Wall Street and 70 other different towns that they owned and controlled and, you know, economy was booming and they're doing great, great oil barons, everything, living the American dream before welfare. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, as far as like the the narrative, it, it always is like you know, like they they had to, it got painted that these black people are lazy and they just want to depend on the government and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Actually, this is that's insane. But that's insane if you really look at black culture throughout history and stuff. Maybe it's just how can, like how can a, how can a slave be lazy? You know? What I'm well, it's just like when they talk about Muslim culture and stuff. If you look at Muslim culture for the last two thousand years, a lot of it were beacons of science and health and everything like there's this yeah yeah other yeah. side of history that people yeah. don't really talk yeah. about that is very yeah yeah or it's like when, when when they took back jerusalem and stuff and that he did not murder everyone like the christians had murdered yeah yeah people yeah, when yeah, they went exactly. in and took the say siege the city there's you know this yeah painting of you know and, and that's the thing too is that i think that you know when you look at comedians and culture and stuff is that there's this push to emasculate or demonize that when really there's so much strength in the history. If you look at African history and stuff, I mean, it's an emulation of strength and, 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 and all this good stuff and this new, like you said, these stereotypes that aren't really accurate in any sense. Yeah. yeah. That make you, that make you, and, and so it belittles, 
it belittles, uh, uh, you know, the, the people's perception and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So now, like, it goes back to what we were talking about as far as, like, you know, the perception of a person that wasn't seeing this person as a real human being. So, like, you know, for you not to have some type of sympathy toward this person and stuff, you know what I'm saying? It has to be some type of cognitive dissonance and stuff that in order for you to be able to justify the wrong and the harm and the murders and the crime and the rapes and the lynchings and the stabbings and the rapes, all of these different things against this person and stuff, and you not feel no certain type of way as a human being, because how could you as a human being psychologically fucking deal with that type of fucking shit if you do something like that to somebody and stuff? The only way that you can make yourself even be able to swallow that shit is if, you know what I'm saying, you have to make this person be less than a human being. So therefore, so you don't feel good, true, you don't bro. you don't feel no problem about crushing these fucking ants and stuff on this ant hill and stuff because you like oh they're just insects you know what I'm saying oh just gonna slap the uh, say, oh that's that, that's just a fly you know what I'm saying I'm not so super like oh you should love everything type person you know what I'm saying but I, you understand what I'm saying but as far as like you don't you you have a lesser degree of what you feel of what you give a fuck about you know what I'm saying you're gonna slap a fly before you slap a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you feel like this person is somebody. You feel like, you know, like, this is mm -hmm. a human being. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know what I'm saying? All these, all these rats, get them. Get these rats out of here. You know what I'm saying? We're going we're gonna to shoot all these dogs up. This, all these cats. Get the fucking cats up out of here. Because you feel like you ha you'll start having this hierarchy of, of degree of who you feel. Totally. Like. I mean, that's a total Nazi mentality of how they looked at it. And here's the crazy thing. It's like, it's like when I talk to my friend in Iran, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, you could come to America again. And... She said the most amazing, beautiful thing the other day. She was like, yeah, Keith, I might be able to come to, if we ever figured it out and I could come to America, but what about every one of my loved ones that are here that still aren't free? I'll never be okay. You know what and, I'm saying? And that's where I get into it with a bunch of white people a lot of times because they're like, oh, well, you're, you're stirring the pot. You're trying, and I'm like, what's the matter with you? How are you okay with what's going on right now? And how is it, how are you? You're sitting here, you're acting like, a, you know, you just want to go to dinner and not think about it. But this is very important yeah. and something yeah. we need to acknowledge and something that, 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 and the worst part about it is someone will look at you or me or anyone that's trying to, and then try and deem it like, oh, well, you're just trying to cause a problem. You're just trying to, to cause anarchy or you're just trying to cause a problem. Like, Wait a minute, no, I'm just talking about some simple truth here, and you're looking at me like I'm nuts for showing you something factual. And yeah. what am I supposed to do at that point where you, you, yeah. you, you, this person, you know, didn't fill out their, their voting registration and they're, they're in jail for 10 years, but this other person raped someone and they got out in three months? Right. How are you okay with that inequality in the justice right. system? Or like, right. how is this not something that you're not concerned for your children or yeah. the, the energy that you're putting into the universe of that? It if you allow them. or are complacent in this, it don't, it, it, don't, it, don't, it, don't, it don't affect them. You know what I'm saying? It's but like, it will affect them. That's my yeah, message no, to people. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. No, no, no. You, can't, eventually, you can't just keep no, eventually, throwing it under no, the rug. No, 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 exactly. No, eventually, you, can't, you can't turn a blind eye like, Okay, what? Go ahead. That will bring revolution. That, that it's like it's like someone said that one sign in one of the the BML protesters. They're like, "Yo, you think this is bad? Wait till the cops aren't you know convicted." Which I'm not saying 
is a threat. I'm not saying that I'm insinuating people should do violence or resent, but what I am saying is what do you expect at that point if someone, it's like the oldest thing in the hood. You keep punching me in the face. Stop, stop, please stop. I don't want to be punched. I don't want to fight. But then when you punch back and you're like, stop, now all of a sudden you're the bad guy yeah, for defending yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, no, yeah, yeah. It got I mean, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a firm believer of 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 good the good will overcome the evil and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Whether I live to it's see up. it, whether I live to see it is something else and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I I'm a firm believer that you have to play your part so that when the victory comes and stuff, you know what I'm saying? You will be marked down as one of those that helped in the victory and stuff. So, because you played your part while you were here. So that's all you're responsible for is that. Most people try to be, want to try to win the whole fucking thing and stuff. You're not going to be the fucking, you know, person that's going to uh, dismantle the, the whole government. You're the one, get, you, come on, man. But you can be a part of the dismantling of this and stuff you know what i'm saying like like some people take on too much where they think that they're there and you think it's going to happen in your lifetime and stuff you know what i'm saying but a lot of times what we're doing is prep preparing the future and stuff you know what i'm saying so that eventually somebody from your progeny or somebody you know from your family somebody you didn't even talk to and stuff that's going to be on the victor side when it does happen because it will happen and stuff i'm a firm believer that oh good we'll overcome evil and stuff, you know what I'm saying? How it looks now is not how it will be in the end and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, totally. you know. Ja will, so will give us justice, bro. Ja will give no, us justice. No, well, no, no, without a doubt and stuff. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dismayed by the things that I see going on and like, yo, you know, you feel sorry for certain people that get caught up in believing the hype and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But for those people that standing strong that know what time it is and stuff, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm gonna die standing on my feet and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I believe in what I believe in and stuff. You know, so I'm gonna stand strong on this particular thing because I know that in the end it's gonna be a victory from this and stuff, and not just because I stood. I'm standing on the side of right because right is right and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, not nothing I did is gonna cause it to be right, other than me just being on the right side and stuff. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm just a part of something that's already going on that was already written to happen and stuff you know what i'm saying i'm thankful that i'm aware and i'm thankful that god gave me the the the, the uh the awareness to be able to recognize that i am i have been blessed to be able to know that i'm on one of those that do understand this aspect of it so the rest of my life is you living your life out and you playing your part and stuff you know what i'm saying not i'm not trying to play your part i'm not trying to you know, save everybody because you ain't going to be able to fucking save everybody. And that ain't to try to belittle everyone. That's not try to belittle people say, oh, well, he's worth saving both because you don't know who is and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But if you're playing your part, then it ain't going to worry about, it ain't going to be about who it is. This is going to be about those people that gravitate towards your energy and, you know, you plan on doing good and stuff. So you, you, you grab, you, you helping those that's in your path. And that's all you're obligated to do. You're not obligated to go outside of your path to go fucking try to go save the fucking world. No, everybody's what the fucking problem is and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Whatever's within your path that you can touch, how you can influence within within your 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 life. You only have so much to give. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you. So you 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 within that your life, 
and what you're doing and stuff, you're only responsible for those people that you're seeing and touching every day. And now if everybody is doing that wherever they're at, then still, you know what I'm saying? Then we have a cool ass assembly line going on of some cool working shit and people working on their inner city and stuff, you know, helping the next person and stuff, each one teaching one and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's what, what I'm more so about. Like you, a, a person taking care of their immediate and understanding that and stuff, not into this fairy tale thinking that you can say the world type shit and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like totally. You know, and I and I definitely think that from my experience, the world, if you are going to stand up for those things, that is going to be something that generally, like you said, from people with their similar energy will be loved and accepted and appreciated. But the world generally smashes on people, you know. Look what they did to MLK. Look what they did to Malcolm. Look what they do to generally any person who stands up for righteousness and truth. But I believe, like you said, in the long run, there's whether it's with justice now or justice within, that that energy that they're putting into the universe for standing up for what was right, it's just like kind of like what we're going through right now. I, I'm a big believer of, like you said, positivity, but that's life. I look at everyone that's younger. I'm like, yo, it's going to be the hardest test possible. But if you could keep the faith in God yeah. that, that yeah. no matter, cause like for me with this equality radio thing and my music and stuff, like, Hey, I, I got enough shit. It's a lot easier just to represent this evil stuff. And the people vibe yeah, off yeah. that they vibe off of yeah. the, the the disrespect of women the disrespect of they love ego they love gangster you know and not saying that i don't come from a, i come from a gangster guy it's not but there's a difference between us being around it and learning something from it and teaching people experiences and teaching people the truth of like hey yo i know this is where we come from but don't make the same mistakes that i made and don't yeah buy into it and you know it's just you know, it's, it, 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 that's the one thing that, that does trip me out is that like, that wasn't easy for MLK. They, what they did to him, they, you know, and, and I, uh, but I think it's our obligation before God that when we are going to stand before God, and even if there isn't a God, if we, if we stand before our peers or our universe, our obligation to stand up for what is factual, what is true, what is right, what is good for the, I mean, that was why I think Bob was Bob, because Bob was about what is for the children, what is for the youth, what is for the, and also too, I think, what is for the community? He fed a lot of people at, at, at Tough Gong for years, even after he died, he made sure that there was money there to feed people and right. help people. Right, and, right. And I right. think that, 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 do you, well, you, that point that you were saying, not this grandiose delusional thing of that, Yo, I'm going to change the world. But the little things like the, and the, for me, I think Muhammad Ali said the most beautiful thing. I always pay attention how people treat the waiter and how they treat the janitor. Because if I wasn't Ali, right. that's exactly how they would treat me. Right. And I think exactly. what you're no, saying. No, no, that's real talk. That's, that is, that's, that's, that's exactly how I am. That's, that's, that's everyone in, in, in our circle. It's, it's, it's like, it's like our community and, and, and the little yeah. things like, yeah. Yep. Like this with us here, the little things of showing that taking care of our family because, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I reached out yeah. to you, bro, because I always felt yeah. you were a musical family. Uh, 
Yeah. I, I saw that. you at that uh that thing with Charlie's art and that that one show not not that long ago with, with Damien was there and everything and I was going up to the VIP. I saw you for two seconds. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh that was at what at Danny's uh, birthday party? Yeah, Danny's birthday. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I saw yeah, you for yeah, walking yeah. in for two seconds. I didn't think you were in, yeah, but yeah. I was like, but I was it kind of reminded me, and you know, I just with Maji and everyone, you know, it just right. I, was, I, I see you online and you always put so much love and integrity on it. I felt it was important to to get a to get a dialogue here and like you said, for, you know, to document it and for history to, to, to show that regardless of whatever, that this is, speak on it. You know, I think so many people are scared to speak about these hard subjects and like, yo, right? Yeah. No matter yeah. how hard or what the consequences is before God, I want to speak up and be like, yo, yeah. this is what I mean, love is. To, I, mean, I mean, you have to, and if, and if, I mean, not every, and that, and the thing is, everybody's not going to be able to speak out and stuff, so like in Islam, it says, you know, like if you see a wrong, you should stop it with your hand, right? If you can't stop it with your hand, then you should hate it in your heart. I mean, excuse me, then you, if you, if you, excuse me, if you see a, see something wrong, you should stop it first, at first stop it with your hand. If you can't stop it with your hand, then you should speak out against it and stuff. If you can't speak out against it, then the last thing is that you should hate it in your heart. And that's the weakest of, of all three and stuff. But this is, you know, uh, the pattern and how we we should act and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should never be silent about some shit and stuff. And even if we have to be silent, at least we hate it in our heart. Like, man, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that is all about the intent and stuff, you know? In Islam, everything is about intention. It's not exactly what you do. It's exactly what you are, have the intent to do and stuff, What's you know what I'm saying? You know, which is the real thing and stuff. It's the thoughts that count and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So like, so so everything is operated off the intention. If you had the intention to, to hate, this, hate this, something that's wrong and stuff you know what i'm saying then you know that's a that's a that's a uh you you should you should you should have anger for for when something is wrong if there's a there's a, a way to compartmentalize anger and stuff you know what i'm saying like anger is not necessarily a bad thing and stuff uncontrolled and un and unattended uh, and un uh you know unfocused anger is wrong and you know what i'm saying it's gonna get you in trouble and that's such a hard one bro like that's my hardest thing as an adult is trying to find the love for people that did you wrong or people that that you know it's like and not and still trying to yeah because the natural reaction is just to to fight back you know and to still have mercy right and grace and forget that that's right and it's so like, hard and it's, like, and it's not to necessarily even be a fool and stuff it's just like you know what i recognize sometimes I, you know and i it's easier said than done because you know i i mean we all have we all get into these situations and stuff and i'm like you know it will be better for me not to expend my energy into this and stuff as opposed to digging my energy into it because even if i whoop the person ass or i do all these different things and stuff he won Right, I mean, because the fight back or that 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 they could occupy so much space in your head. Exactly, that you can push a button, you can push my button at any time, any time, in any cost. You won, 
and stuff. Isn't that the mastery though to be able to control the control your and and for me being a New Yorker, I'm so unfiltered and, and just so raw with my Right. My brutal honesty about just how I feel with my heart on my sleeve of like, yo, and that's right. not the best thing sometimes. You have to be more yeah. That's the hardest yeah. thing, finding that. Yeah. No, no, definitely. That, that, that's definitely <laughs> man, that's definitely something I pray, I pray for, patience and just being able to, to or to, to, you know, in, in, when, when, when in situations and stuff, you're able to, to, uh, to think and say the correct words and stuff, you know what I'm saying? The main thing is like, you'll be able to think before you speak and stuff like, I mean, people so quick to respond and stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's like love. <laughs> my favorite is when people think that I'm getting, it's like, or my thing that I've been trying to work on is, is not to get upset. And it's just like, it's almost like this primal thing, you know, it's like you see this injustice and you primarily are just like, get filled with so, and, and, and finding that balance, bro, finding that mastery. Yeah, hey, it's like yeah. it's almost like people with freestyling and hip hop, and they going and doing a show, having that control between a stru- you know this abstract thing to this very structured thing you could present. Right, 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 right. No, real, right. It was like people always like to be like, "Oh, well, you're an MC." I'm like, "Yo, no, my friends are MCs. They get up. They're professionals. Look at up there." And do it. <laughs> you know, like I, I. <laughs> you know, hey man, you know, I appreciate you doing this. I mean, I'm oh, just so. You, thank I you, hope thank you enjoyed it. You know, yeah. You know, it just. Uh, I I can't even put into words my appreciation and just you know I'll uh, I'll get you all the links for everything and. You know, uh, I'm gonna put it out there. It's gonna be on iP- iTunes, uh, everything, man. You know, it's it's gonna okay. be on everything up on YouTube and you know I. I don't edit the interviews. I just put them straight up there. Just a hundred percent what we said, what we did. You know, I don't ever want anyone to feel like I took what they said out of their context. So I just no, put no, it straight up out there. You know, no, I hate that because people are like, Oh, cause I, I I'm, I'm not the media. I'm an artist myself. Like I, to me, yeah. this is more family than, you know, and I would never, to, to me, it's just about speaking the, I, I re, I'm a real big believer in our reputations precede us and live on after us and the integrity on this. I always wanted to be, an accurate representation about what we're all trying to express. I was doing it with Kubert the other day and like, I could see in his eyes, like he's like, Oh, cause he just had all these things that people thought he was just racist right. and stuff. And right. he thought that maybe right. I was going to try and take one of his quotes. Out. And I'm like, come on, fam, bam. That's right. 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 That's no, not, I, I, that, that's I, not I mean, the energy. Yeah, that, 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 that is, that is, I mean, that it's a, it's a question because that's the world we live in right now, which is fucked up. Well, Method Man, you know, cause I'm from Staten Island, Method Man, I've done a bunch of shows with Meth, and Meth always he hates the press. Like he always look right. at me and be like, "Yo, dude, like, yo, right. there." The, and like for that was one of the reasons I started Quality Read because like it's kind of like with the, like Talib right now. I think I don't think Talib's press. I think Talib's really just trying to speak from his mind with his peers, with people, and put a different spin on it and stuff. As far as more of just, hey, this is me and my community, and these are the things that we feel are important and that we feel are not the things necessarily be spoken about. And also to, you know, I think what you, what you did with your career is a big part of hip hop history. You know, it's like, I saw Curtis blow the other day and stuff. And I was like, Kurt, you know, you're a part of hip hop history. You know, you're a part of this culture. I, I think right. that, and I, I, I've been saying this to everyone is like, 
you know, I would do this music. I love hip hop. I love music, whether I'm making money or not. I always saw in you that you were just a B-boy, a B-boy that loved making music that whether we had, if that, like I said to someone today, if everything changed tomorrow and like we couldn't tour, I still think you would still be making music still. Yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. Which I thought J5 was always about was that J5 and you guys were, it was about the cypher and the family and, Right, right. I, I'm still, I'm still doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, gonna stop? I, you know, man, no, it can't. It can't. That's, I mean, that's been my life since I was like 13, 14. So I know, remember when I was a baby. I used to think about this. This was something that I was gonna do. Exactly. No, this always been the, this. Uh, the, you know, this in football, like I was telling you earlier and stuff. Like once I, I, I broke my ankle like in my 11th grade year, and then things just wasn't the same and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, my focus more so went on, but I was at that time. I was still doing. I was. I was still uh, uh, doing the music, and I was breaking. You know, rapping, DJing. Mm-hmm. Always been involved in hip hop and sports and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Since since the seventies and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you know. Did you ever hear the the mix that I did of Riot Starter of your track that I put on my mixtape? No, no, I didn't. So I did a, a, a like I beat juggled riot star, you know, the fire, fire oh. star. I flipped okay. it because at one part you're like, oh. break him off proper, break him off down. Like, I, I, I just, I'll send it to you right after yeah, this. Bro. Like, hell yeah, hell yeah. I want to hear that shit. Hell yeah. You know, because, right. like, that, because if you're a real DJ, you play, I would just sit, like, I've done some big shows where I just beat juggled out the people, and they're just oh. like, and they're always oh. like, who is that? I'm like, that's a kill. That's the homie, dude. You yeah. Know? Dope DJ, then you're going to fuck that it shit up. Not, so that's what I wanted, you know. It's going that, that way. I, 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 sometimes I forget I even shot that video and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do got another. I got a video for that. I'll I be forgetting I have a video for it. And stuff. Yeah, no, that shit was dope. Yeah. It was yeah. I mean, that was always one of my favorite, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, like, that, is, that is one of my favorite, too. I, actually, I got the track from these, these – uh. It was these producers, and I was in a, a, a Macedonia. Nice. Whoa. I was, I was in Macedonia, and I Macedonia met, is where in in that's like in Eastern Europe? Europe. That's like okay, Eastern, yeah. Europe, Eastern Europe and stuff. So, but so that this town was like, you know, it poor people. Like it wasn't really like you know right. like you know. So 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 these guys, these guys, these producer dudes and stuff. They was like from the hood. Like if they lived in the hood. Like they lived in the hood, wherever <laughs> we was at, well, wherever we was at, these dudes was like, you know, and they remind me. Like, all right, this is some real talk here. I ain't taking <laughs> And they took the, it took me to, I guess they home, did the producer guy spot. Man, this dude had so many beats, dude. He had like, oh, like this, this my, my, my premier style. This my Dr. Dre style. Like right. Any type of big dude, Ooh. this dude had so Ooh. many beats, and I went there. Dilla style. This is a, man. I went there. Rock style. Stuff. Like really, that's a Pete Rock type stuff. And, 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 and everyone that day, it was like, yo, man, can you please stop playing shit? Cause like that shit is like, yo, fuck you, fucking fucking my head up right now. So, Cause I'm like, I'm hearing so many different shit. I walked out of there like at least like about five, about five bangers and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So riot starter is. That's it's great. The sad part is I can't even remember these guys' names, man. I couldn't even I can't even remember who they that and this was this and this this is for sure like about this is for sure like almost like about nine years ago. 
Those we meet so many people. That's the hardest part for me is that sometimes I'm at shows and people run up and they're like, yo, what up, proper? Oh, da, 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 da. And I'm like, I feel yeah. so bad because any person that's endeared to it, I feel so honored and respected. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. that's it. It's hard. We, it's, yeah. it's been a long like journey I, for us. We've been, yeah. I've been doing like it. I, I, like like if I seen the guys, I wouldn't even, rec- I wouldn't even know who they was and stuff like, yo, they would have to just jar my memory and stuff, but I'm going to give them that money, you know, money for it and stuff. But you know, I just was like, damn, like, what do I do? Hopefully well, they're they- probably just honored. They, 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 yeah. they just say, but it's happened that they really hit you up. Like they see this interview and they send you an email and they're like, yo, just put my yeah. name on it. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. No, no, exactly. Exactly. Cause I, I, I know. Hey, hard to find. Just reach out to me yeah. and communicate on what's up. Yeah. Like, Hey, I had people that dropped horns yeah. on shit from back in the day or whatever. Like, yo, just. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. to me, that's one of the biggest things is that I always want to give people the representation for exactly. Exactly. But that's that hard part. because hip hop, it's been such a long journey and there's been so many abstract places that we get stuff. And now it, and also, you know, it's just the legality of hip hop has changed a lot in the last 20 years. Because I remember doing shows with Jizza and Jizza used to look at me and he'd be like, clear a sample. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, right, like, right. Be playing that right now. Right, 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 right. No, it's a different time and stuff, man. But and, it's man. everything. Hey, Premier used to get pissed when people would be calling out. He'd be like, "Yo, you're calling yeah. out my set." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nah. it's so good because that changed. Because when we were, it was all about the sample. It was all about flipping it. And now everyone, you know, it's almost like you want original instrumentation and not sampling for clearance. Because I know a lot of people that have sample stuff and they can't get it cleared, and it's just not. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, nah, hell yeah. No, nah, it'd be, oh, man, they want this for this movie and be like, man, you can't put it in that movie. I was chilling with one of my friends um, the other day and he was working on a project for 2 Chains, and uh, they were listening to the song and they were sitting there and he's like, why do I keep hearing Pharrell? And then the producer looks at him like three months after they have it out. He's like, yeah, well, I sampled Pharrell. He's like, wait a minute, we sell, you know, like they had to go back up and, and flip it out and take it off because they, you know, I mean, that's, wow. that's a hard one, you know, you did it. Hey, you're like, you're yeah, like no right now I, I, we have the song that's a Marvin Gaye derivative and, you know, I reaching out to the camp and getting it. It's not easy. I mean, my boy's working with Dre a lot. I'm like, yo, cause Dre does Marvin's catalog. I'm like, right. And I used to know, uh, I used to kick it with Nona a lot and it'd just be like, I even reached out to Nona, which was which I felt, you know, wow, like, wow. you know, Nona Gay. She was an amazing individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to come to my shows back in the day. I didn't even know who she was and stuff and everything. And then she, just such a sweet person and stuff. And her dad was just so talented, you know. Wow, wow. He said Nona Gay. Well, you broke me off right there. And stuff. No, it was a trip because I she this girl used to always come to my shows, and like I guess she was in Matrix and in Ali and stuff and. We were chilling backstage and she's like, you don't know who I am. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. What do you mean? Who are you? <laughs> and she's like, come out back. And when she hopped into this limo, she's like, yo, I'm Marvin's kid. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, and then she, wow. but she was just so down to earth and just so not, wow, wow, you know, so cool. humble and just such a sweet individual. And it was funny. It's actually, she had just was dating Prince and it was the first time Wow. I was ever intimidated because, like, I'm sitting there living in a one-bedroom house, you know, oh, by myself, shit. and, like, Sherlock's right. boyfriend was Prince, and I'm like... Uh, <laughs> like, what What can I offer you, huh? Like, uh... I used to work for a man, you know, at studios in Pittsburgh. It's like, I mean, like, 
Prince used to be like the type of dude, like he told me a story that one time it was three o'clock in the morning and they're at studio and, and Prince just looked at him and goes, I need a giraffe for inspiration. And then they were at Paisley Park Studios at three o'clock in the morning and they had to go get him a giraffe for inspiration at like three o'clock. Wow, wow, literally. And like he was telling me that Prince has like over like 500 songs that he recorded and did music videos that he has in the, that, that after he, that he has in the, that they just haven't released that he has yeah. in, as an archive. Yeah, no, 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 that's the shit. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, I'm sitting on right there. I'm going to put out an EP, a Jurassic 5 EP uh, soon. Oh, throwback, huh? Really? Yeah, so that's my next question. So they ended up like, do you have any projects you're working on right now? Anything that you want people to know about that, you know, you want to give um, yeah, a shout out? Yeah, just be on the lookout for that uh, uh, Jurassic five, 5 Minutes of Fame and stuff, you know, like. Um, Come on, five minutes of favor. You guys got a lifetime of uh, of respect. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, but sometimes, sometimes it can be like a flash in the pan. So it's like it's like you know, it's a story behind it and stuff. And nothing could ever. And that's the one thing I've been having a lot of conversations with people is that, you know, it's like the '60s or what us because we were on that cusp in hip hop where, from the analog to technology, like we were in that generation where they're still was no social media like yeah. there was a long part of our careers where yeah. this was pioneered you know yeah. it's just like that, that that people don't understand you know how different it was like you know just what what people could say what people could do what it was like to try and like come on when you guys were first there was no instagram to get stuff out there was labels and there right. you know there was it's just a different dynamic and it's I don't think there was really, you know, it's like one of my friends who was joking. He's like, I remember when Will used to sleep on my couch and stuff. You know, Will I am used to sleep right, on my couch. Right. right or like right. when, when, you know, Farside was putting Will on and stuff and everything. Like when we were all B boys and B, you know, B girls. Right. And right. You know, that's right. The, the one thing that I hope never gets lost from hip hop is that, that B boy, B girl love, because that part of hip hop, that competition to me that to me that's that to me that's that is where that is the that between that they're there in the graffiti in the graffiti world and stuff that to me that is the hip-hop to me you know what i'm saying like everything else is just like a part of something or not a part of it and stuff you know what i'm saying but what what i do know like when i go to events and stuff like if it's a graffiti event or it's a, a b-boy event i feel that spirit of hip-hop at those events and stuff because it's kids there and stuff you know what i'm saying like where whereas with it like a dj event or, or a rapping event and stuff you know like you got parental discretion and stuff you know what i'm saying so every kid kid's not gonna be at those events but the events that where it be like hip-hop mm -hmm. and i mean big graffiti and uh, b-boys and stuff it's always kids there and stuff and to me that's the the the, where where the lifeline of hip hop is. Do you remember a called uh, a club called Jamaica Gold here in L.A.? Hell yeah, that's my spot. What I said, man, that's my he's that's so close. Like Q boy, Q boy is that's my best my friend. Like he, that's he, man, he, that's he, man, that's my guy. I love Q boy, man. That's my guy, dude. I like that's the best club. That's the best club in L.A. because you know. For remember Century Club back in the day in this oh, day. I, 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 that's the only club in LA that I could go to and I'm getting in for free. Like, like it was all, it's always like, sometimes it like, like I can go to some clubs and sometimes, you People know, be acting funny. <laughs> they act funny and shit. <laughs> never, 
Never, never, never, never. Tim always hooked me up. You know what I'm saying? Tim always, he like, oh, I killed. Yo, Tim, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my guy, man. And most of the down earth, because even if he had, you know, Slick Rick there, or if he had Guru there, or, you know, Most F or E4, still the most humble. That was the one thing I always loved about Q is that no matter how big of the show, no matter, he never changed. He always, and still to this day, yeah. is the most loving, good-hearted person yeah. of integrity. He's the only, yeah. and like, and for me, there's no substitute for integrity. There's no substitute yeah. for love. Right. And like, Q, right. you know, always put the love on it. And you know, it's like when I would do shows with KRS-One, you know, Chris, was the type of dude where I would see like huge crowds with like 200 people mobbing him. And he would see me in a corner, like, you know, a half a block away. And before he'd leave, he'd run all the way to the other side and be like, yo, what up proper? You're, you know, just that authenticity and sincerity that there's really, like I looked at him, I said, Chris, right. The reason you should like, I know people that are a, 500th of it that would not give me this respect or love or sincerity like and that's why i think they are who they are that's why i think you know and right, that's right. with the quality radio the people i want around you know i only want us you know the good people around that 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 show love and have integrity and are speaking the truth because i think it's important for example for the children and for us to put it out there for society of like yo this is the real and right, wrong, you know, no matter what, we're going to stick up for the real. No, that's real. That's real, man. Not man. I appreciate this. Thank you, man. Thank you for the opportunity, man. I, I had a great time, man, here on quality you, radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, thank you, please. You know, and like I said, fam, you know, um, we're going to link up outside of this soon too. Renu, you, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's have a couple conversations outside of this. Um, I'm going to show you a couple of the new, pro I, I got, I got these new tracks, bro, that remember like when like Nas dropped, if I, you know, you know, uh, if I ruled the world, I think, right. I think it, I got these new tracks that are just so iconic that with all the humility before God in the universe, but I think are game changers and hits and like, uh, uh. I, 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 I did it out of just the love of hip hop, you know, not for anything besides just to put out something and like, you I just wanted you to know that people like you were an inspiration. You, you rhymed on them? I produced it or what? Or I produced them. Yeah, I produced them. And okay. I got a bunch of beats that I'm going to give you and stuff, some new stuff it's yeah, in. But, like, yeah. Hell you know, yeah. you were an inspiration. You know, I just hope you know that, bro, that hell you yeah. hell proper yeah. quality radio, Worldwide Familia. You have always been an inspiration, bro. I, I you know, I, I give you that respect, man, you know, beyond words, bro. I just hope you know that, fam. Man, no, no doubt. I let me, let, yeah, send me some stuff, man. I rock on some shit, man. If you need me, you know what I'm saying? Let well, me know. Hey, well, how about, like I said, everyone, listen to it and tell me what your vibe is, you know? Uh, I'm right. not a salesman. I, I, I've i never been a salesman. Like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you too. I feel you too. I, I that shit. I, I, and I don't buy what people think that I'm going to buy it neither. <laughs> so, so and I that's just, the beautiful thing about music. I think this is like, and that's where I'm at. Is that we look at each other, as long as we look at each other, we're like, yo, is that love? Okay, that's love, yeah. yo, that's, that's ill. Right. If we didn't even make it, we would bump it. Right. Keep it pushing. Right. right, now that's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. All right, man. fam, man. It's great talking to you, bro. All right, kill, man. Well, DJ Proper, Quality Radio. Yes, yes, I killed, killed MC. 
see Jurassic Five, no doubt, making it proper. <laughs> thank you, good sir. God bless, and you know, God bless you, your family, and thank you for taking this time because I, I know with right now people are just trying to survive and for, for you to take this time and to have the faith and give me this opportunity, man, I, I'm just, the respect is beyond words, sir. Man, much love, man. Always, man. Much love. Hit me up, man. Let me know what's going on. All right. I'll get you this ASAP. Second that's up or I'll get you at ASAP, fam. All right, then. No doubt, man. Have a good one, bro. Much success. God bless, man. God bless, bro. All right.